comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. To the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 216 for season 8, episode 8 of The Walking Dead, entitled How It's Gotta Be. I'm your host, Craig DeMonda. Join with me this evening, Mr. Russell Latham. Hey, back. Thank you. Back and better than ever. Well, I'm back. Hope you're better than Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. He's, uh, he's tanned, rested, and ready. Carl. <laughs> Mr. Daryl Taylor. I don't know what I feel yet. I have to. I have to talk to you guys to to, to work through it. I love I'm, that you I wrote really that. Don't know. You go. You go. I don't know how I feel, but I, I want to talk to my chums later. And we're gonna we're gonna work this out, right? You wrote that. On the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt. When that's you get exactly to therapy. I felt. Yeah, I do. I need the therapy. I do. You got it. It's coming up. And Mr. Jim Dietz. I was reminded of this little bit of verse when I saw this episode. If you don't mind, go right Please. ahead, sir. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out, out, breathe candle. Life's but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour, or in this case, an hour and a half with a whole bunch of commercials, on the stage. <laughs> and then it's heard no more. It is a tale told by Plain an idiot, idiot. Yeah. full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Hamlet, huh? Excellent, man. Macbeth. Oh, Macbeth. I'm sorry. Excuse me. That's all right. Wow, man. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. There was a lot of sound and fury this episode. There sure was. <laughs> there sure was. Um, yeah, and our other hosts, uh, actually, one is traveling right now for for business, and the other one, Mr. Mr. New Earth, is watching some war about stars. I don't know. He's got something going on about that. Some movie. Some low-budget movie that it, the, it's the about Mouse the, House it's is the, making him go to. Right. It's about some uh, plane that leaves, like, uh, 3 in the morning called The Last Red Eye. Or... The Last yeah. Red Eye. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That should be like the next airplane movie, like Airplane Airplane yeah. Three, The Last Red Eye. That's perfect, actually. Yeah, that's, yeah that's your right. your flight is not going to go the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this fish has turned to the dark side. <laughs> don't don't call me Junior or so. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> excellent guys. Listen, we're here. We we, we made it to the mid season finale. Um, we did. We, we finally we, we got through it together. Like Rick said, we got through it together. Together. We already won. <laughs> <laughs> so or he did thinks. We? <laughs> did we? So I've seen a lot of. Again, it's it's a tale of two fans this season. Like you got a bunch of fans that are just really digging it, and they're hanging on. And they're loving the, the action and the storytelling. You got this other group of fans that are just they're just like, no, I can't take this anymore. It's killing me to watch this. Like. So what do you guys think? Initial thoughts. I mean, what do you what do you feel about uh, how it's got to be? 
I'm so confused. I still don't understand the turn. I don't understand how those zombies getting in there, how it switched. They didn't show and us. Now, yeah, they didn't show they us. They didn't yeah. show us anything. I know, I know. So it makes no sense to me how all of a sudden Negan is winning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. It, it really I, I doesn't. I have a problem with that too, Daryl. It's not, not just you. My biggest problem, did, did you guys have a problem with the lighting? Everybody yes. did. It was too dark. It was too dark. Yes. It was, yeah. yeah, I just couldn't see things. And then I, yes. read, you know, I read like um, people saying things later. I'm like, oh, I didn't even catch that because it was so damn dark. You know? <laughs> and I have HD. I, I watched no, it I do HD too, buddy. for now, Russ. Now, right? now, now, now Russell, you have the 4K. Let's see. Russ, did you have the same problems in 4K? Or yeah. is it just us Luddites me, that have uh, 2K, whatever the hell we're running right let now? Me, uh, yeah, don't get me started because the problem I have with Dish or even even Comcast, but they compress the hell out of that signal. So it's grainy so, as hell? What is it, like a sandy, grainy uh, No, it's signal? just, it, yeah, you just don't, it, it's just very compressed. So mm. all those blacks and stuff get crushed, and right. you lose the detail. So like Daryl's saying, you know, it's just, it's when when there are scenes that are dark, it's very hard to, to make out what's going on. Um, you know, like if you got it from Amazon or something like that, it probably looks a hell of a lot better. No, right? it didn't. No, that's oh, how I got it. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's how I watch it every week. I, I uh, buy it the next morning from Amazon and it did not no, I still have the same problem and I am running 1080p. Oh you know, I'm not all the way up to four K, but ten eighty P and uh about the high def version. And I still was hard to make things out. I'm like, you know, wow. after I had to read a recap after I watched it to to get some stuff. And I you know? I watched I even watched Talking Dead to be like, maybe they could clarify no. something because I don't understand what the hell it's I just boring. Saw. Yeah. And no, what they did was something worse. What, the behind tell the scenes me. thing? What, what, what they told you? Tell me shit. Like they just were telling me motivations, yeah. but I don't feel like they showed me. Gimple. Gimple's like, yeah, he's yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm going to strangle him too. I know. Like, yeah, that drove me nuts when you tell me what they do that a lot with fear. They did, like all summer long, they were doing that with fear. Like you're telling me what I'm supposed to be saying. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. That's a good point. You're right. We we learn stuff on on the Talking Dead about fear that we should. I, that's why I said I wish I never watched it because I heard this and now I'm thinking that. It's like yeah, yeah. I hate that. that that's 100 percent true. Like he said. All right, what bothered me the most about what Gimple said, and I didn't. I was kind of in and out on on the Talking Dead. I didn't watch it, you know, bell to bell. But I heard a point where he was saying that. Uh, well, it's very clear that Carl got bit. It's very clear. No, it's no, <laughs> like no. what are you talking about? To who? To you because you read the damn script. He goes, mm-hmm. I was, I was afraid that it was too clear. Like everyone was gonna think. What? And it, I'm like, dude, what are you smoking, man? I'm like, what? But it didn't happen in this episode, no, right? The, no, the, the implication no. it was when it was the two of them fighting all those walkers yes. when he saved mm-hmm. the dude. Okay, exactly. Yeah. But that's the implication. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and what pissed me off is now if he's saying when, when. Carl was writing in the beginning, like in the very beginning of the episode. Right. I noticed his fingers, his hand was trembling. Okay. But I thought, because he's crying at the same time, mm. your hands would shake too if it's an emotional moment, right? Right. Sure. If you're worried about your father, it's too or subtle. Whatever, too subtle, people. Come on. It's too subtle. It's like that could have been anything. That little tremor he had when he was writing could have been anything. Right. And that's what made me. That's another thing that made me mad about it. Was like he was saying it like, "How can you not get that?" Like, like, I'm, how, yeah, I'm surprised no one got it in the episode where he got bit. Nobody saw and it. I'm like, yeah. what? Maybe uh, yeah. you should let us see that. And then we right. would know. <laughs> right. 
something someone told and, me to who watched it in broadcast as a broadcast, and I don't know if you guys agree with this. They said it seemed like there were a lot more commercials in this hour and a half. Well, like, of course. Like every nine or ten minutes, they were coming with a new commercial mm, break. They jam-packed um, it, yeah, an hour yeah, and a half. They, they had did. To. Yeah, they Sometimes, did. I understand. It's their big moneymaker or whatever, but still. Sometimes yeah. what they do, I've noticed, is they'll front-load the show, right? So mm-hmm. you'll go maybe 20 minutes with no commercial. Mm-hmm. And or then, a long cold open, like a ten minute cold open. Sometimes right. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. I mean, this one, yeah, this one didn't have a cold open, but I know sometimes they'll just like, okay, you get the first break after the credits, after the cold open, and then they come back, and then you don't get a credit scene for like twenty minutes or maybe maybe a little longer, and then you get. I noticed they do this with Enter the Badlands a lot. Then you get commercials like like you're saying every ten minutes, like <laughs> yeah. it's just like boom, boom, boom. So you it's like. Piper. Yeah, they front load the show and then and then they they back load the the commercials. Wow. So I mean, you know, it, <laughs> besides the problems we have, technically speaking, there was some subtlety there. I wish, and I, you're right. I wish I would have seen more of you. Like at least someone tell me what Eugene did. Like we still don't even know what the plan was. Yet they all got out. Carl got bit, but we really didn't know that. So we didn't. It wasn't surprising until the the ninetieth minute of the, show, of the show. It's like okay, wow, he really, you know, he's done. And it was, yeah, it was definitely strange. Although the episode kept me entertained. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I, like I said, I think I texted you back or wrote on Facebook. I enjoyed seeing Alexandria burn to the ground. That was somehow surprisingly satisfying to watch that the town just go up in flames. I was kind of okay with that. I never, I never felt them very comfortable there in Alexandria. I, I was fine with that, but just, but I, I was more into the episode because I was trying to figure out what the hell happened. Yeah. Because. It bothered me. That's such a major plot line. Like, you built up this thing of Daryl breaking the rules, right? Right. Show me how that effed up your plan. Right, yep. right. Don't just talk about it. You're exactly right, Daryl. You're exactly right. Like, even, there's no conversation. Like, I was kept yeah. waiting for, like, Michonne to have a conversation about it. Like, what went wrong? Like, what? And they kept even saying, it worked. They kept saying, oh, it worked. It worked. Well, yeah. I guess and not. <laughs> And if I saw one more face clip oh, of like Lord. someone's mm. face, like a close, so many like, close-ups. Oh my as god! As a sober, because mo- you know what it's trying to tell me. It's like I want you to be sad right now. Yeah, Although, it's okay. Be sad. My be girl, sad. my girl loved the one of Negan though, where he's laughing in the beginning, but from the cold open, right? She loved that. She's like, "Oh, goody!" I'm like, "Yeah, it's great." He's well, laughing. That's Negan. Yeah, like, that, that, that's- <laughs> there were there were so many close-ups. It almost seemed like they were padding it with them. You know what I mean? Well, they did it at the beginning and yeah. the end. It was kind of a bookend type of thing. Well, no, was, I mean, yeah. not, not just then. I mean, all through the episode. Oh, you mean the way they yes. shot it? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what my problem was. Yeah. I watched it, it twice. Michonne had some close-ups. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's what yeah. we've been talking about. It's it's they're trying to make, like, auteur cinema. And it's like, yeah. dude, it's the freaking Walking Dead. Like, <laughs> it's, you know. Even the Evan Zombie sh- got a close-up. Yeah. 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 And the thing, the thing is, it's like, this should have been, like, a devastatingly emotional thing i mean here's yes. their dream they've had for seasons and seasons of having wow. alexandra and the, and the safe center everything mm-hmm. and it all goes up in flames that we should be like so emotionally right. invested we're in hung up like, on technicalities. oh my god yeah. and we're like so you know we're trying to figure out what the hell is going on that just totally undercuts any of the drama of it you know and yeah. like and then you the want me to and you want me now to feel so you want me to feel something for carl that i just didn't feel i i, I like I, yeah. I don't dislike this actor at all, but you haven't built it up enough for me to feel anything for him like that. Not the not at the the weight that they tried to make me feel it. 
It feels well, like he kind past, of threw it, threw it away, you know? Yeah, kind of for the past it. almost full season, he's been mostly he's a, MIA. Yeah, right. a throwaway. He's gone. He's like he's either pouting and walking away or... From his father, yeah. From his father, or he'll have a moment with Michonne for a second, and right. then she leaves. But there's... You have it, like, all of a... Like, it's like a T-Dog thing all over again. All of a sudden. <laughs> but at least he got a moment. Like, but... But actually, T-Dog was, was very... more shocking, though. Hold on. When T-Dog went, that was actually yeah. pretty shocking. Oh, my God. He got right. bit in the shoulder. It's like, whoa. You didn't expect but that this one. Was a lazy, but this was a lazy way of doing it. Like, you wanted to make Carl almost like a spiritual death. Almost, You wanted to yeah. give him, like, almost a spiritual death where he is, like, death incarnate. Like, I, like he's doing everything right. Like, all of a sudden, he knows the master plan. Like, he's never shown his leadership before, right? It it's the thing the Walking Dead does, and it's when you know that character's gonna die. Right. Is when like, they finally make somebody that's not interesting yeah. very interesting, and then they take it away. Like, or or you see, or you see a character featured prominently mm-hmm. in right. the beginning of an episode yep. that you have not seen for a while. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's why I'm waiting for Rosita to die now. Because she, she had she got too much common sense right now. Right, she's making too much sense right me, now. Yeah. She's yeah, making right. too much sense, so I'm waiting for her to get off. If if uh, they give that, her a very long monologue or yeah. feature her at the she, beginning, she's we'll a goner. Know, she's done. Oh, she's gone. But the, it, <laughs> it's almost become cliched, and I think that's yeah. that's a problem. Is like don't don't make somebody interesting because when you're watching it, all you're thinking of is oh he's gone or she's gone. Right, like right. It, you don't even it distracts it you from enjoying. Yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. affect you any. Like and we've got all, so. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. So used to. Right, Russ, go ahead. No, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, and, and Carl has been around for the whole yeah. show. You yep. know, yes, His literally. Should be like, we should be like, oh my God, Carl! Holy crap! I can't believe they killed no Carl. No one is saying mm-hmm. that. No one is saying no, that. Right I now. read oh, the yeah. comments ahead of time. You know, not mm-hmm. one person said that. No, because yeah. they that haven't an emotional moment. The blowing up of Alexandria should be an emotional moment. No, nope. I was the, happy the, to the, see the, it burn. The, <laughs> they forgot the, him. The, 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 the roadblock where Maggie yeah. got roadblocked the second time, like a callback mm-hmm. to the other roadblock. Right, that should mm-hmm. have been emotional. Seeing Jerry, I mean, we should have been. You know, this should have been like, oh my god, my heart was in my mouth the whole time. But because no, nope. the poor direction, the poor lighting, the pacing, <laughs> that the, I mean, it's just so distracting. The technical aspects mm-hmm. that it totally pulled me out of it. Yeah. There were times when and, I couldn't figure went out, out like what punk. Carl went out like a punk. I'm sorry. I got He's not out yet though. I mean, he's still there. No, he's not out yet. Yeah, at least for one but more episode were, at least, but I mean, But anyway. there were times where I couldn't tell what group was with who. Yeah. Like when they took the trucks had stopped, I really yes. did not know yes. what was happening. I was sitting there going, why does Maggie have a a a, a concerned look on her face? It's right. her group, right? I like I literally could not figure out what the hell was going on? And then after they threw him out of the truck, um, that's when I was like, oh, okay. These right. are the, the saviors and now. But I had to like really sit there and look at that to figure it out. So it so I lost all the what is it, the buildup, like the the angst and stuff they were trying to do for that scene. Like it had nothing on me because I was so busy trying to figure out, well, who is with who and what right. group is this? And like, who is this guy? I don't even remember who this guy is, and like all this stuff, and it just the like just looks like it was just drunk. poor. Yeah, it was just poor, and you can't have a dark episode like this 
and be so poorly lit and whatnot. Literally dark. To, it's not figuratively right. dark. Literally dark. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we're and we got like three, four groups going around. Like we're supposed. How the hell are we supposed to figure out who is who with with what group? If we can't, if I can't tell, then there's a problem. I've been watching the shows from the beginning since the first season. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Yep. Yeah. So let's let's just jump into it. We got we got ninety minutes show to go through here. I'll get through it as fast as as efficiently as I can. Uh, the recap this week is written by Charlie Ridgely, also from ComicBook.com. So thank you for putting this together. Um, let's just jump into it. Rick watches the truck go into the sanctuary and asks for help on the radio. And again, his look on his face is pretty amazing. Like he's he knows he's screwed right at that moment. You know he's trying to radio the, all the uh, lookouts, but they're gone. Although somehow Morgan made it out okay. Like he's cool, but the rest of the lookouts are. Are slaughtered, I guess, right? The snipers that were surrounding the sanctuary. Uh, then we go to a flashback. Carl and Rick talk about meeting Sadiq, and Carl tells Rick he needs to do more than hope he's okay. Like he's trying to lecture his father about doing the right thing and, you know, not trying to scare these people off. And I, I don't know. He was trying to take the moral high, high road, I guess. Or And like, and like we were saying, that's when I knew it was going to be Carl. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, this is the only time they ever do this is when they're going to kill somebody off. And sure enough. It- and that's something, hey, my- you know, that, looking at it, this is a scene with Carl doing this that they could have really built off of for the show moving forward. Yes. Is, is the conflict between him and his Rick father yeah. and Carl and, you know, Carl still having that hope and wanting to do the right thing and realizing that, you know, almost kind of like the Jesus, not Jesus Christ, but Jesus in the show. Jesus. <laughs> right, right. Or, or Glenn. Um, I, I guess he used to fill Christ that role. Too. I mean, you know, but whatever. my pro- my problem with this is, but I remember the same Carl saying, going there and saying, I'm just going to kill Negan. Yep. I, yeah. I remember cutthroat Carl. Like, how did he go from. Let's just kill these dudes. Right. To. We but gotta form picking up a this guy Sadiq for some reason. Like it's but, that important. Yeah. I think what he's I think part of it too is okay, it's easy to vilify Negan and and his lieutenants for what they mm-hmm. did because he sees them as pure evil. But mm-hmm. he's he's still trying to say, look, we can't give up on the rest of humanity. Like we can't assume every random person that's that's walking around in the world is is gonna kill us or or take get, our stuff. I, I get what you're saying, Russ, but the thing the issue I have with it is you didn't no one built that up, though. Like, I, I don't know what right. Carl's belief system was because they left him alone for so yes. long. Like, they no, just ignored yes. him. Like, he had no parts in conversations about what they're going to do with this group or how they're going to deal with it so that it felt so fake when they, when we get this conversation now. That's what irked me about him going at his father about the guy underground. Like, all of a sudden... He's concerned about this guy underground when you you didn't build this thing up at all to 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 show me that Carl feels this way. So it just threw me. It threw me. We we go back and forth at this point between the flashback and then we see Rick approaching the sanctuary with the junkyard people and Jadis is right next to him and they're approaching. And as soon as they walk up to the sanctuary, they're taking heavy fire from inside the sanctuary. So Rick dives for cover. And he's giving Jadis instructions. Hey, fire at the window. They're at the window, but they're gone. I mean, this is this is actually comical. They just bolt uh, at that point. Jadis and the whole junkyard heapsters. There, I am so history. done with the junkyard people, dude. I'm just <laughs> done, done. I'm sorry, but no, it's it's how you feel. Well, and then I'm done, and then man. Rick gets in the car and leaves too. So it's just like, okay, what the hell was the point of all that? Like, like 
both sides just left the other. Like, <laughs> it yep. just... I, it, well, it, I think he had, I to, just don't he had to get back to Alexandria. Once he realized that his plan was upset and the, and the saviors got out, he had to get back home. He had to go protect his home. I think that, oh, that was the I, whole I, You that. know that would have killed... You know what it would have killed all that and made it, made it work? Have Morgan injured... Telling him what there. happened. Right, yeah, exactly. And then he grabs Morgan, puts him in the car. That means you have to leave because you got to get Morgan help, right? He's explaining how they effed up. Daryl came by us. with a truck, drove it through the wall. Right, right. Okay, and then yeah, that can yeah. tell us how all of a sudden they lost the momentum with this fight so that it wouldn't be so confu- freaking confusing. Like, that's all we needed was somebody to just kind of tell us, you know, what happened. Like, what happened with the lookouts? What happened with the truck? Where all the people? Why no one listening? No one's answering um, the radio. Like, just that one thing. We could have just had that one thing and it would have been fine. And I think this gets back to if we didn't have the stupid the the episode detracting us with Rick being captured by the heapsters, mm-hmm. then they maybe could have explained a little more of this. Like it, they could have, you know, explained how Negan and his crew got out or what exactly it was that um, that Eugene did or, you know, how like it just seems like there's. There's about 20 minutes of this show that's missing. Um, mm. And it's weird because you take an episode and make it 90 minutes and then you give us what what we got, you know, a couple episodes back and it's just it's just or last episode. And it's just like that could have been the 20 minutes to bridge the gap to at least make us feel like we know what the hell's going on. Right. So, again, we're back in the flashback, and then he, uh, Rick is countering what Carl is saying. He says, what do you think we're going to do? Finding some way forward? We're going to pick strawberries with Negan after this is all done? Like, he tries to show his son that there's only one way out of this, is that, you know, Rick has to win, Rick has to kill Negan, and Carl is not so sure. He's just, again, arguing with his father. We cut back to the present again. Again, there's a lot of jumps here in this, in this opening, and magically, and I say magically because somehow Carol comes up in the suburban and just picks him up like she knew he'd be there and just yeah. save, and saves Rick at that point. And he jumps into that's, the car and and they drive the off. Magic the of, that's the magic of Carol. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Carol and and um, and Jerry and then he just drive, he jumps in the back seat. So at least they have a point. They have a little moment to like strategize. But then you don't even hear them really talking at this point. He's again going back in his mind, recalling the conversation with Carl. They go back again. Then we go see a scene with Aaron and Enid driving down the road, and he thinks. Back to the times when Eric was alive. So again, this is the third or fourth episode. He's still mourning Eric. Now I know, oh. I know, I know exactly. I know it's like <laughs> they, I get it. They loved each other. They lived together. I totally understand it. But right. we've heard him lamenting and mourning for three, four, five episodes already. I mean, the fight isn't done yet. You got to kind of put that aside for a minute and, and win this thing, at least in his name. And because right. uh, even even Maggie hasn't been doing that. Right. She's just kind of put it. She swallowed it. She swallowed it. Whole thing. She buried him, and that's it. She's she's going to win this thing for him. So right. anyway, anyway, and, and I guess the, the long story short with this thing is where they're going is he's going to Oceanside, and that I right. didn't know this was part of the plan either. I guess we're kind of supposed to find this out at this point that right. he's, he and we we even asked about this. I think somebody did on the show a few episodes ago. What about the Oceanside people? Mm-hmm. I guess this is the final part of the plan. Now they got the heapsters. Then they get the Oceanside people. They're going to round everybody up to show that the saviors are finished. That's it. But I don't know right. what they're really trying to do with them. They're trying to recruit them. They don't have any weapons anymore. It's like I don't. And when they get to the part, I'm going to do a what the F. 
Like, why are they even going there? They they already got all their guns. Every single one. Right? And then when they get... Well, never mind. We'll get to it. All right. I just didn't understand this part of the plan. Because Rick's plan is pretty... There's been a certain logic to Rick's plan. I call it Rick's plan, but the plan, okay? I get it. Even though you haven't spelled it out for us, it's been very strategic. But the part where they went to the heapsters? eh. All right. I kind of get that. But going to Oceanside... Why? I don't get it. Why? I don't right. get it. But was that a Rick thing, or was that something that it that, sounded like a, he did it on his own? Like that he Enid and <clears throat> yeah, that they. Uh, I think this is. I think Aaron was carrying out the next segment of the plan. I think this this was this is what he had to do next. You sure? Because it wasn't clear to it, me. Because why else would he go there? Warn. Because Aaron was like, "I'm leaving." Remember, Aaron got yeah. car. He was like, "I gotta, yeah. like, right. I, I gotta move on right now. I gotta leave for yeah, now. I gotta, why? I gotta look for something." Because he feels like he he feels like he has to do something else besides yeah. just fight. Mm. All right, and that could, that could I think, be. Yeah, I, think uh, after his, she, I think after his husband died, he felt like kind of right. plus and stuff, you know. And she just tagged along. I remember that. I like, remember her tagging just, along. That I remember. But I don't know yeah, why yeah. he's. Go- but, I don't know his motivation for going to Oceanside. Because he said point. something to Maggie. I remember him saying something to Maggie like, "I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta, you know, get on the road for for a minute to get." Just for something like right, you, I have to go back what, and watch it. Because remember, and, yeah. that's what his—that's what they used to do. Like that was how they fell in love. I well, Aaron used to recruit sense. people with Eric, right? They would be recruiting right. people. So to I'm kind of yeah. thinking. So I kind of thought that since that was kind of how they fell in love, mm-hmm. this would kind of like his comfort. Maybe. He's doing that thing they used to do. That's what I thought. That's what I that kind of like on, carrying on his work, you know. Right. right. Of finding other of finding other people to bring in, finding good people to bring in. And then it kind of as a cute moment they decide to not show up empty handed, so they go and make a turn off to some distillery. Right. Where they think there's gonna be some booze and they end up getting like a whole truck full of booze we see later mm-hmm. on, but okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Was it uh, was it me? Just real quick, was yeah. it me or was this the most interesting Enid has been in the entire show? <laughs> well, she I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna count that. I've been I've been pro Enid. I'm, I'm okay with Enid. Like she's for a young woman that she is. She's like 17 years old. She's okay. Uh, she's an okay actress. She's not bad. I mean, no, and it's not a criticism of the actress. No, it's I just a writing. Like, I, I feel it's like they writing. finally, yeah, they finally wrote her well oh, okay. in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't her fault. It, it, it's been how she's yeah. been written. All right, fair enough. Because I've, I've been, I've been, a, been a fan of her. She's been all right for me. You know, I can see her being well. Now she's not going to be Carl's main squeeze anymore because Carl's not going to be squeezing much. much no. Longer. <laughs> no. At Alexandria, the people prepare for war. Michonne says goodbye to Judith. And that's another thing. Hold on a second. Where the f is Judith? Like I don't know. They, Good they put her. They put her by the lake, but then. They're bombing the city. I don't know who had Judith in this. I don't know that. I don't, I, know. I don't even know who's taking care of Judith. And that's the thing, too. Like, Wouldn't that be Michonne's of, job? Right? I mean, at least, right? The sense of distance between communities, the, where people are. And just, <laughs> like, it's just it's just so effing all over the place that I, yeah, it just, it just confused me. So then she talks to Daryl about the game plan going forward. And he's sure of what they're about to do. Carl sits by himself writing a letter to his dad. And we saw this in the corner. You mentioned, you know, he's shaking. Mm-hmm. He also sees it's him. so obvious. It's so obvious, Craig. You should get it. You should know. Yeah, I should I should have figured it out. Yeah, you should have known. He, he was sweating a little bit, too. He also sees a note in his book that says, just survive somehow. That was the little note that Enid left for him. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of, you know, writing his final thoughts, I guess. 
Tara confronts Rosita about the plan that the two of them disagreed on before the attack. And again, this is like a scene that's a throwaway scene. Oh, it's, she's dead. It's clear that Rosita still isn't happy with Tara for going along with Daryl's plan. And she throws a bunch of stacks her up with a lot of like weighted things. And, Here, go go take this inside yeah. or whatever. It was like the smoke grenades and whatever else. She that had. was their comedic. That was their. Comedic. I thought that was pretty funny, actually. Well, yeah, 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 that's that Tara. Tara's always that funny, though. She's witty like that, you know, like that's. Yeah. Right. But that was supposed to be the moment of levity for the episode that was supposed to be like a little moment it's a little weak <laughs> i mean i didn't i did not like you know i laughed harder when carl said when rick said he's picking strawberries with negan that made me laugh more i i gotta <laughs> i think i think if i wasn't so frustrated with the beginning of the show of this episode i would have laughed with that because i am a fan of her i do like no, i like her yeah they're, they're they're joking and stuff but i think because i was just such a i was such a negative in such a negative place because of the <laughs> the episode that when they got to this i was like i don't give a f i, don't give a I was like i don't give a f about this like, i'm over if this. I hear this plan one more time somebody tell me what the hell happened i want to know on? what happened yeah so Enid and Aaron pull up near Oceanside. They now have one of the distillery trucks with them. Fast forward to that night, Aaron and Enid are resting in the car. So I guess they just parked by the perimeter of Oceanside, waiting to be found, I suppose. That was their plan. I don't you, know. You tell me, because I don't know. Well, I know that bridge is out, right? They can't, they can't cross the bridge, right, if I remember Oceanside correctly. Like, there's some kind of bridge that's knocked down that's been protecting them. From, yeah, they put something up. That, did they they blocked the bridge. Well, they, yeah. Right. They, so they can't probably drive directly to Oceanside. they got to wait on the outskirts, I guess, right? But I thought Negan's people cleared it. No, I don't did, I don't know. I don't remember that. I thought when they had, uh, I, when I, they I, had I, the dude with Drake, when they had the dude with Treads, remember the, what's his name? Holland? What's that now? The guy that disappeared. Holland? Holland? When he, when he supposedly Oh, oh, oh uh, the, what's his name? Um... The guy that went to uh, 24. Yeah, yeah. I think it was oh, Corey Hawkins. Or... Yeah. Yeah. That's a good His point. character's still out there. He's like, still he's out there. Still... He's, he's still. Oh, they yeah. canceled still the show. There. He'll be back. They canceled 24, so he'll be yeah, back. Yeah, they canceled it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fine. Whatever. I'll, I'll put the logic aside here. They're, they're waiting yeah. outside the, the, the Oceanside people. Finally, at night, they creep up and find him. Mm-hmm. Somebody... Well, he fell through the time. He, he fell through the portal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he fell through the market portal. That's Heath. His name is Heath, by the way. I just remember Heath. Heath. Yes. Yeah. Heath. That's what it, I knew it started with an H. I just couldn't remember. You said Holland. I'm like, Holland. Heath. That's all right. I, I, I knew it was an H. I'm no, old, you're man. good. You, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Someone takes down Aaron. Uh, Enid fires her gun, and the woman surrounded them. Enid shot what? Natanya, the leader of the Ocean Side, which I'm glad she's been the- put down yeah, but you know what bothered me with this is? If yeah. you know this is the area where they're at, and your whole plan is to go there. Make we peace. already discussed this. Your whole plan is to go there. You know these people are very... He even said it in the car. They don't like strangers. They usually shoot first right. and ask questions later, right? Mm-hmm. Why in the world would you just go and shoot the person when you without at least yelling... We are from blah blah blah. Right. Stop it. Right. We didn't have, she say we something? Didn't, didn't she, what say, did she say? I don't think no, he didn't said she say like I should kill you right now. Oh, the Tanya I, did off camera. Yeah. Off camera. Yeah. You yeah, don't yeah. see it. You hear it. And I guess that maybe maybe she was going to stab Aaron. You don't know. I mean, we didn't see what was going on. You just kind of heard it. But shoot the leg. Shoot the ground. Shoot, like let them know I have a gun. You only have a knife. Old lady went out. I have a gun. Like you're. 
your plan is to do this thing. I don't even know why he let her have the gun. <laughs> like, you, you, this is your like this is an important plan. Like, if you, you're trying to you're trying to make peace with a people that don't that you just took guns from, right? You, right. You, not only did you, they were already negative towards strangers. But they came up and just took their stuff, right? Right. Didn't give me any choice. Yeah. Why in the world would you give it to a child? You know, like she's not really battle ready for this kind of stuff. Why would you give it to her? Hold the. You're used to doing this. You're used to going out on these, on these missions and watching and and, and trying to playing it see, cool. Yeah. Playing it, play it cool. So I like this whole thing was just stupid to me. Like I, just, I really didn't understand what the point of this was. I mean, I'm, I'm again. I'm just like Alexandria. I'm glad that it burned down. I'm glad Natanya's dead. I mean, I hated her. I really, I honestly hated I hate her. her too. But <laughs> I'm glad she's gone. You, but you know, it's kind of a crappy way for her to go. How the hell are you going to get? Yeah. How the hell are you going to get these people to join you now? You just killed that, killed that woman. Yeah, she was their leader. Oh. That your same biggest night, opponent, your biggest fan, the woman who is the biggest, the one that roots for you. You killed her grandmother. Yep. Yeah. That's that the a, thing that gets me. <laughs> Great, great diplomatic move there, everybody. Yeah, I mean, she needed I, to go though. She was, she was nasty. She was. I mean, she you know. needed to go, but yeah, they could have dealt with her in the second half of the season. That yeah. could have been dealt with. Why in the world would you just? I don't understand how this added to this episode at all. I really don't. I, I, to me, this this whole little scene with Aaron and all did not add anything to this episode. Yeah. Because you don't get enough time with them it to just, do anything. Yeah, and even if you just had a quick conversation with Rick, even if a flashback or something. Hey, I need you to go to Oceanside and make things right with them. And we don't, okay, then they, they have a purpose, right? They have a mission. Right. We don't know what their mission is, so it makes all None. this kind of like useless. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's just. Uh, so yeah. that same night, Carl is loading some things into the sewer, and he tells Michonne that he's helping someone. Mm -hmm. Just then, Negan speaks over a loudspeaker and he tells everyone to line up and open the gate in the next three minutes or he'll start killing everyone. And he wants them to come up with, with nice apologies and sing a song or something. He said some, <laughs> some funny lines. R Rick, Jerry, and Carol are seen driving and their cars get slammed by someone else. Now, I didn't see... Okay, okay yeah. I didn't see the other two cars hit slammed. All I saw was Jerry's car slammed. So mm -hmm. this is, again, another, another confusing point and I think mm -hmm. bad editing. Is they made it? They made you think that they were all together. Yep. And then in Jerry the gets car. hit. Yeah. Not in the same car, but they were. It was, the they were in it was three cars. of them together. Okay, but but they were convoying together. They were together. Yeah, yes. that's what they made you think. Yeah. Yes. Like they're in a caravan together. Yeah. Yes. And and so then Jerry gets hit, and then boom, we go to commercial. And so <laughs> then when they show Jerry in the back of the truck, I was like, what that like. Okay, mm -hmm. how did Rick and Carol like? It wasn't clear that the two of them weren't together. And Not it, even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Nope, wasn't clear. And tell me that wasn't the cheapest like fake car crash. Like it, it reminded me of like watching Young and the Restless or something. Like they, they never have any money to show a real car crash. You'll see like the lights. Right. The lights will come right, and then you, 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 yeah. yeah, you hear the screech, and it's like. You didn't see anything. You just, you just, yeah. you know, it's like they just teased it. Which is weird because <laughs> the missing finale. You think you've done a, they did a great job with the action sequences. So right, far, they, they right? crashed the garbage season. trucks and the pickup trucks. I mean, they couldn't do a little something. They didn't have a little why, money left. Why over are you? Why are you? Why are you just punting this one? Do like, that. I don't do understand that. Why this would be the one you would punt? That, that general hospital type of car crash. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh I, don't, on, I, didn't, I didn't understand that at all. Like, why? Why did you do that? Daytime <laughs> television. 
Ezekiel sits on the stage reading a note from Jerry, which I think is the funniest note, and I don't have it. It's not in the recap right here, but it was... What did he write? Oh, my God, it was so good. He's like, your highness... Uh, you know, he oh, he wrote just an amazing note. You know, it was yeah, it was like Jerry speak. It was too. Jerry it was speak, like, right? It was so yeah, it was yeah, so cool. Yeah, yeah uh, we got a bounce, or we had to right, bounce. We had a bounce. Want, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, was awesome. Yeah. I love I wrote your highness on like that was how he started it. Like it was just like it's perfect. He it really is Jerry. Like he was talking to him, um, saying they had to go with Carol. A group of saviors raids the theater, and he hides. So he hears at that moment they're getting overrun. The king does. Jesus and Maggie are driving, leading a caravan of hilltop people. And again, I don't really know where they're going. I guess this is the the last part of the plan. Are they going to go to the sanctuary? Is that what they're supposed to do? Is that where they're meeting right uh, now? Uh, Craig, you tell me because I uh, have no idea. Well, all right. <laughs> I that's, no idea where they were going. that's what I'm guessing. Like, this is the final part of the plan. Again, they don't, they don't know at this point. The hilltop people don't but know. But why, why don't we know this? Exactly. We are not dumb I know. people. I know. We are You're not. Right. We, are, right. we do a podcast we, on this show. We watch it every week. We've been watching it. You know, I, I, all of us have been watching it from the beginning. You know, We've been following along. Yeah. I just... You know, we should be able to follow. And the last part Why? of the plan is we're going to meet at the sanctuary in 48 hours. Like, you just could have said that one line, right? We could have like, just... Like- why? Why? Yeah. Why do I not know what the hell? All I see is just people in cars just going places, <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, I have no idea where the hell anybody's going. I don't know who knows that the plan went wrong and who doesn't know. Wow, I right. don't know that. I don't this, know this, that. This therapy session is not going well, uh, Daryl. I think. Uh... <laughs> It's, it's just telling me more stuff. I don't. You know what? I feel better that other people didn't know either. Uh, it, that, didn't. That's what's you're doing right. for me. All right, all right. That's true. Because I, I thought it was just me. Was I off? Like, was, was, I, was I tired? Was I, was I, what was going on? Was the brightness too know. low on your TV set? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Like what? What was happening to me? I don't know. <laughs> so they stop when they see a tree in the road, and Maggie knows that the saviors are the ones who put it there. Well, she doesn't say that, but you know, she feels it. She knows what's happening. She's been through this before. Uh, and even someone, Jesus said a stupid line. Well, it could have fell by itself. Yeah, right. Please. She should have punched him in the face. If right. she turned around and punched him in his face without said, saying anything, she should have been happy. The last time trees stopped me like this, I lost my husband. Yeah. Okay. This is the, that's I'm, the last I'm time. done because I'm done yep. with Jesus. Like, I was so looking forward to, to the character of Jesus being on this show. But in this, this these last uh, I, TC episodes, they I thought Simon shot him. Jesus though. At first, I was like, "Oh my God, did he shoot Jesus?" And I, I was, thought, I thought so too. Right, I he, that would have been shocking. Going to get killed? Yeah, I did. So uh, anyway, the, they, then they see from behind they're they're encircled by a, a, a caravan of savior vehicles, and they leisurely kind of pull up with this box van in front of Maggie's car. They open the back of it. They throw Jerry out the back of the the box truck, keeping a gun to his head. And then they bring this like coffin-like box out and lay it on top of, uh, of her car. Simon then exits the truck and addresses Maggie. And he had some cool. And he he was definitely in full Simon mode at that point. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah he was. He was going. He's like, "Good evening," or what do you say? Here we are again, or whatever. Yeah. Something, something like that. He, he's, he's little. He's little Negan. He's little <laughs> Negan because he wants to be cool. Like he he tries to say the cool things like Negan does. So it's funny though how he does it, but he's. He's like a little kid trying to imitate, trying to imitate the big Negan. brother. He don't have the yeah. lean. He don't have that Negan lean, though. He, he don't, don't have that lean. Yeah. He don't have that lean. No. He has his own way, though. He's got a little swagger. Okay, folks. Look, here, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He even he even did that when, you know, when they had the you know, the when they all got lined up and bat in the head of the yeah. season seven yeah. opener. He goes, You yeah. made it. All right. Like, you know, he's like <laughs> he's great. He's I, got I, he, he's I got love that. It. 
He's he's all right, but he got that thing like if he leaves if if dad leaves the room, he get his ass whooped. You think so? You but, think he's... but he's only cool because he's got his he's got his you know little 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 people around him to to protect him. But you catch him <laughs> catch him outside. Let me catch you around that corner. How about that by yourself? How about that? You ain't you ain't you ain't giving you ain't throwing Rick through a window. I tell you that you ain't doing that. See, and that pisses me off too because all right, all my friends. Yeah, you, that, all, mm, all right, we'll get mm, to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, all right, yeah. it bothers me because the governor. All right, never mind. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, back yeah, in Alexandria, Carl's coming up with a plan to try and get the people out. Uh, he's saying that they need to escape and let's take let Negan take Alexandria. So all of a sudden, even Daryl. Who is really the lieutenant of Rick, right? If there if there is one. No, no, no. Daryl's an idiot now. In this in this episode, Daryl's a complete yeah, idiot. He's taking orders from Carl. Daryl, it's like well, since when? Daryl thinks Daryl thinks the plan worked. Yeah, yeah. While things yeah. are about to blow up all around him, and that yeah. doesn't put Daryl high on the intelligence list. Because because I don't see Daryl not sitting there and waiting or having someone watch to make sure that things happen the way they're supposed to happen. Right. You just don't come back and just go, the plan it worked. Like and like you know what Carl like it made me feel like if anybody's ever watched Transformers the movie, not not the terrible ones, but I mean the cartoon. Oh the, the movie, ones in the 80s, yeah. It's like Carl getting bit was like him getting the Matrix. Like that like the or the <laughs> Or him re- realizing he has the force, right? All, all of a spark. sudden, he has the power, the all spark, because <laughs> it's like he knows what to say. He knows how to talk to people. All of a sudden, he's calm about everything. Like, and you can like they're really trying to make it feel like he is at peace with his situation. Like you can tell they were like the the dude on Talking Dead was pretty much. Slapping himself on the back, like how great they were. Gimple, yeah, no, and, yeah. And Gimple. Yeah. And, we, we built him up. We built him up. Yeah. To build him up to be this way. Arc. Yeah. But again, we go back to what Russ was saying. All you're doing is just telling us this dude is dead because <laughs> these are the same things that happen every time you kill somebody. This is what you do. Like it's the same nonsense. It's almost like a special spirit comes. And and elevate someone so, when they know they're supposed to die. They elevate them for about a minute or two to get them time to do their little special powerful thing, and then they die. Like the time when T Dog helped all those kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go. Well, T Dog, and then we no Herschel was when, really that was when it, this kind of began, yeah. right? When he started making those speeches, uh, yep. you know, about saving the sick fine. people. When he yep, started speech yep. fine, we go, oh, he's gone. We even said he's it. You know, he's done. He's, he's done. Dead. He's done. He's we, dead. And then, uh, what was it, Glenn? Glenn started taking that role, too. Well, first of all, mm. actually, let's go back. Dale started it, right? Dale began mm. all that. He was the conscience of yep. the group, begging everyone yep. not to kill that kid Randall, right? And then, yep. okay, he's a goner. Then it was Herschel. Then it went to Glenn. Then you had a little Bob Stuckey in the middle there, right? You had a bit of Bob. Mm-hmm. A little bit mm-hmm. of Tyrese, but he didn't really, I don't know. They That was weird how they ended him. That was kind he, of strange. He got, he got that one hammer moment. He got the one power <laughs> hammer <laughs> moment <laughs> of saving the baby when he saved the baby. That was right. his moment. No, I will not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was it. That was it for him. That's funny. Anyway, getting back to it. Uh, over at the kingdom, uh, the saviors address all the people saying that they now belong to Negan. Again, this is, uh, what's his name? Is his name G- Gavin? His name's Gavin, Gavin, I guess, right? Yeah, okay. Gavin. Yeah. And right. actually, he's pretty cool too. Like in his own way. Like he and he, he's like, I really liked you, King. I like dealing with you people. You, you didn't give me any trouble. Like he really, mm-hmm. he doesn't want. He doesn't want to kill these people. You could tell he doesn't want to really like slaughter them. No, he's for, not bloodthirsty. He's no, not he's not bloodthirsty. bloodthirsty. He just he just wants no. order. He wants them to keep right. producing for them. Like and stop right. making noise. 
and uh, it's kind of funny. And I got yeah, he's he's a good actor too. I don't I don't know his name, but he's actually pretty he's cool. Like, it's almost like he's a, he's just a manager. He's just like, this is my nine to five. I go home. After. Pretty much. Like, yeah. guys, this is what I got to do. <laughs> like there's some of them that are cutthroat and they love this stuff. And right. they like bullying people. And they like killing people. And right. Like doing terrible things. He's just that guy. Is like, I like, this is my nine to five. I got to plan. I got to do this. Cause if I don't do it, they're just going to take yeah. me and kill me. And somebody else is going to do it. Hey, come so, on, King. You brought eight pigs. I asked for 10. Don't make me do this right. to you. And I have to don't kill this guy. I have to kill this I, guy. Now this kid mm-hmm. has to die. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Simon starts to look through the cars. And again, he's back to the, the roadblock now. And he orders one of the saviors to shoot Jerry. If anyone tries anything, Back to Alexandria. I know, right? That was pretty. Yeah, yeah that's pretty rough. Yeah, not Negan, Jerry. Negan is still yelling at the gates of Alexandria again. He's actually very funny at this point. He's got this loudspeaker and he says, "Come on, make those apologies good now." Uh, Carl stands at the top of the fence and tells Wait, Negan. Is this the one, This was the scene where he says, uh, "No." I, there was a scene I like where he said um, he was telling everybody what they have to do. And he said, I'm going to Rick's house to make me some soup. That was a little yeah, after. Yeah, that was a little I bit after, right. You, I thought of you when he said that too, Darren. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I cracked up when I heard that. It, it's funny. Like, it's like, and again, he still has like this respect for Rick. Like, he hates him, but he like, yeah, you know, yeah. he's, he's got to go. But he's just, you know, all right, I'm going to go to his house make some spaghetti. Leave me alone. Yeah. Let, let yeah. me ask you this. So yeah. this, I mean, ultimately, it doesn't really matter. But when he said... I'm, when he said I'm going to Rick's, he said burn every other house. Did he mean yeah. burn every other house or burn all of the houses except for Rick's? I don't know. Like I, I thought he meant burn every other house so they'd have some houses left. Right. That's like I'll leave you this. Okay. I'll leave you this. Too. But this is what you made me do. Like the, like yeah. the destruction I caused. This is what happened when you defy me. I thought that that's what he meant. Yeah. But the I thing is. The thing is, it's still poor direction because we can't be sure. I no, mean, right. we, we, have to, we have now, to discuss amongst that, ourselves and come to a consensus. Right, right. Because there's, we no never... way, it, there's no way you're going to burn every other house without no! burning every other house down. There's no fire department there, yeah. There's true. no fire department. <laughs> Alexandria. No strategy for that. Take, like, take, it from the, take it from the fi- uh, volunteer fireman. The fireman, grass, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to spread from house to house to house. That's whole no. thing. So it's a bad strategy on Negan's part, huh? And that's in a place where you have supplies. Like, just imagine when you're in a world where you don't have water, right? You know, ample yeah. water at your command. Like, just sitting there in the hose, you can just shoot out. Like, it didn't make sense when I heard it, but I thought that was what yeah. he meant. But it didn't. Yeah, make in sense. the big scheme of things, I'm. I, I said to myself at the time, I'm like, okay, this doesn't really matter. But I'm just curious. Like, am I the only one that thinks that this is what he said? Yeah. Right. I just thought he was just yelling. He was just mad. He was like, just punish people. Just, just. Just do stuff. So right before we get to that point, Carl makes a speech, talks, you know, he tells Negan that, you know, Rick is in home. And I love how, you know, Negan also says, he's like, oh, Carl, hey. Like, you know, he's like, he's like almost happy to see him. Like, it's, just, it's, right. it's kind of funny. And, and Carl is basically saying, look, there's kids inside here. Negan says, well, there was a kid at one of my outposts, too, meaning mm-hmm. uh, Gracie, I guess, right? Which they don't know that they have Gracie, but they do. Right, right. And um, he says, none of this is fair, kid. Negan tells Carl that he needs to be in charge, um, uh, you know, and because the communities need someone who will do whatever it takes. Carl says that if there has to be punishment, Negan should kill him. Negan should kill mm. him, meaning mm-hmm. Carl. He's sacrificing himself. And this really puts Negan at kind of a funny position because he, he has a kind of feelings for this kid a little bit. Like he kind of, you know, he felt a little bit. But then again, he was going to bash his brains out 
at the end of last season, right? So I don't know. It's again, it's a little ambiguous here, but because you made me do it, like but it was supposed to be. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, okay, Okay, Rick, you made me do it, right? Okay. So I mean, it's like so. Anyway, he puts he disarms Negan a little bit, not physically, but I mean, you know, you see him get a little bit back down. And I did like what he said. Like I did, I did kind of like. I just wish that I felt something more than I did because I wish they had built it up over this, the coming seasons. Like he should have started this last season. He should have started building this. But well, I did like when he basically said uh, when he was saying, "Kill me if you have to kill somebody. Right. Kill me." Is this what you've become? Like, is this like? Look, he's at questioning. Yeah, he's like, look at yourself. Yeah, look at yourself. This is what you do? You want to kill me now? Go ahead. Yeah, is this what you, who you are? And yeah, and it it did make him it did make him step back. I agree with Gimple with that. It did it yeah. did make make him uh, and, and he's such a good actor that you caught it. Like right. any other actor might have you might have missed it, but he did kind of punch him in the stomach. He did have like a gut punch for a second, and, and then it gets even better. So at that moment, then he's distracted him long enough where the the, the Daryl and the rest of them blow out the back gates with the trucks, the garbage mm-hmm. trucks, and Negan realizes what's going on. Carl disappears. He kind of slides down the ladder. I guess he hurts his leg or something on the way down. I don't know. He's he's limping a little bit after that. Or it's the bite. Or well, okay. Supposedly. All right. That, I, I didn't think that at the time. That's You're Gimple. Right. Yes. Yeah, Gimple is, is, Gimple, is, is right. trying to say we would think that. See, that's another thing. We it, you would think he's the limping he's like, oh, was yeah. because of the explosions, him getting knocked down, him. Just, but Gimple on that Talking Dead show was implying okay that we should have noticed he was kind of hurt from that and that was the bite like that was the oh him god slowly coming to that conclusion but again it's so subtle like when i don't even know when he got bite. like there's no scene no just to realize no, he's, when he got he's bit. living in fantasy land right now he's, he's getting too subtle with, with with this stuff man you can't yeah. do that you gotta yeah. show us something we don't need nuances in, in Walking Dead. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I know. That's true. We, we certainly find them. So um, I love this. And Negan also, right, when Carl disappears, he goes, oh, man, you guys are distracting me. And he goes, we were just having a moment. <laughs> he goes, and then he, <laughs> You're right. That was funny. That was, that was funny. <laughs> and then he goes, bombs away. He goes, bombs away. And they all just fire these like, grenade launchers over the, over the, you know, the wall and just start bombing right. Alexandria. Yeah, Carl jumps the fence. He walks towards the church. The church explodes. Okay, that was the money shot right there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the savior at the kingdom tells everyone that they need to turn over Ezekiel. Again, this is Gavin. Uh, so their lives will be spared. He says that he knows there are kids around, doesn't want to have to hurt people. Again, he's just trying to do his job, but he needs to have Ezekiel. Right. Okay. Simon tells Maggie that a group of saviors is taking over the kingdom, and another is taking over Alexandria. He says that she's lucky. Because the hilltop is useful, and they're farmland, and we need to keep these people alive so they can keep making their farm stuff, producing their sorghum and all the other grains that they're, they're putting out of that place. Simon says that Eugene is the one who figured out how to escape the sanctuary. Um, that's nice. That was yeah. nice of them to say. Yeah. And that, that, that's when I almost kicked my TV. Yeah, like, I was like, if, if a mother effer don't tell me how he did that, I'm about to kick this TV. It would have been nice if yeah, they Dwight could have put worse. a scene, yeah. a scene yeah. in there to show us. You know, something if they're trying us, to imply if they're trying i mean to you know no that, offense but television is a visual medium i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. if, they're trying, if, if they're trying to imply that he redid the bullets that that thing he knows how to how right. to make bullets right if they're trying to imply then how much effing time passed 
No, I think he, he was the bullets thing was like I think I remember this conversation. Negan's like, okay, we can do your plan, but right. it's going to use a lot of our ammunition. Uh-huh. And he's like, can you remake it for us? Can you, you know, restock us once we're done with this? And he goes, yes, I can. That's what he was saying. So whatever his plan was, it required a lot of ammo to take out those walkers. I mean, what, what the hell could it actually have been? What, like, they just I'm stood really? up on they stood up on the rafters and just shot him out. I mean, is that what they? I mean, that's pretty much what they had to do, right? I mean, right. So I, we, why is it so dramatic? Yeah, why is it like would have been a two like a one minute two minute scene would have cleared a and, lot of and, things up. And how would that kill the other sharpshooters? Because they would have seen it and they would have been able well, to radio. But again, they're inside now, so the walkers all made it inside. So now that they can stand up in the rafters, they can pick them out piece by piece inside. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah, but wouldn't the sh- but wouldn't the uh, the, sh- the the people looking out still still be see able that to see? Yeah, that's true. And hear the gunfire. But inside. somehow, right? Somehow they stood up, didn't see anything, and got slaughtered themselves. Right, the lookouts. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah, except for Morgan. Except right. for Morgan, he made it out all right without uh, unscathed. Yeah. I should say, unscathed. Exactly. <laughs> so again, Simon tells Maggie that she can either cooperate with him or kill her. In front of all her people, even if she cooperates, they'll have to kill one of her people. Yeah, so listen, I have to kill one of you. So it's like you know, that's the way it's got to go. Simon then kills the man sitting in the back seat, which I didn't think he had a name, but his name is Neil. I don't remember Neil all that much. Do you guys like? Oh, Neil, he did. He did barbecues and stuff. Remember, oh, he, he used did? to drive okay. those kids in that bus, and man. And he yeah, T Dog. He knew T Dog, and he knew Tyree. He knows Tyree. Okay, gotcha. He did. Yeah, he cooked yeah. some of the, 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 those hogs at, at, at the hilltop. He was cooking them. Oh, good. right. That's what he did. <laughs> uh, but but no, you know, he was I did. Neil. Who's the deal? But I, but I will pull out that I do. I think the the star for me, even though you're trying to tell me, Gimple's trying to tell me it was it was Carl. Right. For me, it was Maggie. She did a good job. Maggie's total expression. It took me out of the being angry that I didn't know what the hell happened to really focusing on her. What's going through her head? Mm-hmm. Like I'm back at this same moment again. Yeah, she she's actually doing a really good job. She's doing a good yeah. job with, with that I love leadership that. I role. I love how she played it. I love how she played it. Right, like you can't see Rosita in that role right now, right? You know what I'm saying? No. You can't you can't no. see her making these kind of calls. No, and being no, as, 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 as strong as she's being right now. Uh, yeah, that's true. only when when her when her death scene comes, I can. Her death episode, I can't, but can. not not right now, <laughs> not so, yet. So she wants to borrow the box. Uh, Maggie says that what she was going to use. She just asked for one favor. She says, "Okay, I'll I'll do what you want." We'll go back to Hilltop. We'll be good. All right. But I want that box. And and Simon's like, okay, you can have the what? box. Why does she want the box? Now? Well, again, later on, she shoots one of the ones in the pen, one oh, of the prisoners, right, and right, put, okay. puts him in the box. So they know okay. they know where he came from. They know exactly. Right, yeah, right. Okay, it. I got you. I got you. So uh, he grants her favor and leaves. Eugene lays in his bed at the sanctuary and stares at the clock. He can't sleep a wink. So he sits up and does a shot of... Wine, it looks like it's not. It's not booze. That's a wine bottle, as far as I could tell, right? Unless you guys could correct me, it looks like he just did a I, shot of wine. No, it's a wine. He's been yeah, it's a wine. yeah. He was drinking all that to help him sleep before. Right, was, right. But I've never seen someone drink episode. a shot of wine before. I never. I've never. <laughs> I don't know. That that ain't that but Kool Aid to me. It's that little <laughs> shot right there. That's a shot of grape juice. Like okay, that little, little grape juice. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, and even like he drinks it like he's drinking whiskey. He's like, ah. he puts that thing down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, Eugene need to get his weight up on that drinking. Like, you, you got to get yourself together. You go, you go he's lightweight. That. He's lightweight, huh? Yeah. So Carl sits up in the road, surrounded by the smoke from the bombs he threw around. Again, this is a very weird scene. He was very shell shocked here. Like, um, 
they did this kind of even heard that ringing in the ears like it's mm-hmm. kind of that 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 mm-hmm. that, that, that you know war no movie. that's the angels that's the angels telling them to come home oh is that what it is okay <laughs> yeah so that's that. that's the aura that's the aura of of, of that's, just that's herschel I, and, and his mother I and, what, yeah i know what i must do i know what i must do <laughs> I've got to toe the line. I've got to make sure that my people are safe. They should have brought back Ghost Laurie at that point then, right? We've already seen her yeah. once, right? That's the only thing missing is Ghost Laurie. <laughs> like, my son, do not give in to the pain, and my she's, son. She's reaching Keep out. Saying, come, come join right. me. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Right. Don't, it's not your time yet. Hold on, my son. <laughs> You, you can join us later. It's him, Tyrese. Yeah. Damn. You're like uh, all sparkly, like Obi Wan in, in uh, the uh, yeah. Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Yeah, yeah they're like, yeah, right, exactly. He's Force Ghost sitting there. They're all sitting there waving. You have like, helped in, uh, in a certain point of view. Yeah, yeah. they're all waving and like it's not your time, my son. That's it. Tell your daddy I know what he's doing too right now. Say hi to your daddy, bro. Say hi to your daddy, bro. Tara, Rosita, and Daryl look out from the woods nearby, and they talk about their mistakes they've made. <laughs> they okay. Mm-hmm. Dwight, Dwight drives the caravan right into Daryl's trap, and he gets all the saviors with him killed. Which yeah. actually is actually a pretty short way of writing this. I mean, Dwight does a really pretty heroic thing here. I mean, he basically lines them up for for Daryl's trap in the woods. That was the plan. And then he, then he yeah. pulls the governor right there and just kills all of his own people. He just goes, turns around, and starts, you know. Well, he loved mowing I mean, down his own people. I did, did like that moment too, where he he kind of was like he was going to pretend to shoot at the uh, Rick's group, right? But it, it, but in that thing, he was like, "No, I like I can't. Like this is this is the moment of truth with me. I cannot go back." So my fear of Negan, forget my fear of Negan. I have to make that decision what I'm going to do. He decided in that point, I'm with Rick's group now. Like right. that's it. Like I'm, I'm with that group. I like that part. I did. It wasn't like I didn't like that part. I did like that part. Yeah. But it was so good. It, and then, but one worked. of them gets away. I don't remember her name. Um, the one with the tattoo on the neck. She she gets away somehow. And yeah. I yeah. Don't know because how. she's I mean, supposed to. Because she's supposed. Because I mean, you know, I mean, Daryl could have picked <laughs> her off easily from the woods. There, it's not like a it hard. It was so easy to kill all of them. Yeah. Like I, I don't know how they couldn't have taken all that whole group out. It again. It's the whole phenomenon of sometimes they could hit a walker in a head yes. from a thousand yards with a pistol. <laughs> exactly. And they exactly. can't shoot somebody 15 feet away with an automatic machine gun. Right. And or, or she's standing up and yes. yelling at him, not even looking at the people and, right in there. The woods. And they right. all yeah. have guns. Right. And uh, her name is Laura, actually. It says here, Laura. So she figures right. it out and shoots Dwight in the arm. Uh, but she gets shot at and then runs away. So so she's going to basically tell Negan that Dwight's a turncoat. Even with that, she should have killed Dwight. Like, there's no reason why she should yeah, have that's... been able to hit him and kill him. That's a little strange, too. You're right. She should have shot him. She, she, he mowed down their whole group, pretty much. He I mean, mowed down the whole group. Basically, you just, by circumstance, you just, I, I get it. I get it, Gimple. You want her to go to, ne- go to Negan and say, you want us to see her go to Negan and say that he is the traitor. And then you want us to see Negan get really mad. Right. And then they, and then they're going to have that moment yeah, where they they're going to have that confrontation. And that's what Otherwise, he, he wouldn't know. Negan, Negan wouldn't know at that right. point. It's true. You're right. Right. Yeah. right. That's how I knew he wasn't going to get killed because I was like, they're going to want to make us have that moment where, you know, this is going to be the Negan. And, and, so uh, at the end of the thing. scene, Daryl finally gets his, his wing vest back. 
he rips it off of Dwight after he's been wearing it for the last two years. So he got it back. Uh, and, and my hand raised to that. Like, in The Talking Dead, I wanted to flip tables. Because they're so much into this. Oh, oh is that, is that his, Nicole his Brown? Best back. Yeah, he got yeah, his yeah. vets back. It was Destiny, baby. I, he always gets his like stuff I, back. I know, right? Yeah, I, I, love her and other, I love her and other stuff. No, I like her. I like her. This. I like her, too. I'm not, she I'm, made I'm me mad. Her. All yeah. of them made me mad. Like, I like her, but they, they made me mad. They made me mad with this vest thing. Why is no one on that cast? Like, I would have been the one. They probably would have asked me to leave because I would have been the one saying. <laughs> You're out of order, sir. <laughs> why are we celebrating him getting the vest back when he is the one that jacked up the whole plan in the first place? That's not an earned yeah. <laughs> thing for him to get this vest back. Like, what? Like, and, and why don't we know what happened? Like, they would have laughed. They definitely would have asked me to leave. Why? Like, I would have been like, his gimbal would have looked at me and have been like, uh, I need him out. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, he's the, asking me the, questions that l- I can't l- 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 Listen, Daryl Taylor, don't make me call Kirkman, okay? I have his exactly. number on speed dial. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to get him right. over here and you'll be blackballed, okay? Forget about right. Comic-Cons. You'll be done. You'll be done, yeah, sir. I'll be oh, done. Why's, I'll be why's done. the guy be blackballed, huh? <laughs> that's what I would have yelled. Daryl? That's what I would have huh? <laughs> that's, that's yelled as the guys took me away. I gotta be blackballed! <laughs> You see Craig over there with the red phone, like on the old Batman show, with just the like, one button in the middle. Right, get right, him off! Get right. him off! He's done. He's done. <laughs> they would have took the T-shirt back and took it out of my hand. Back in Alexandria, Negan drives a truck through the gate and laughs at the burning structures. Again, this is—I thought this was great. They drove a truck right through the front gates of Alexandria. Perfect. Yeah, that's and, and basically yeah, he promised to do that. If you remember that, he that promised yeah. the season seven opener, right? He goes, "If you don't open the gate, I will knock it down." And that's what he—that's a Negan thing to do. It's exactly what he did. Um, he laughs at the burning structures again. I, I love that. Like he's just—he's—he's he's watching the town burn and he's laughing. And I'm yeah. like, "That's." I'm laughing too. I'm laughing with him. Like I didn't mind that town burning up for some reason. He tells everyone to search the place and look for Carl. Mm. They're told, but he says he's very. He says, "Do not kill him." He goes, "Tie him up, keep him alive." He goes, "If Rick shows up, tell him I'll be at his house making spaghetti." <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, yeah. A, that was the part I liked. That was funny. And that's exactly what he was doing, pretty much, right? He, he was hungry. Yeah. He wanted to go make some dinner. Yeah. That's it. That's, right. that's what, what I would have done. He knows what spaghetti is. That's right. I'd make some spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> so sick um, yeah. as a few saviors find Carl he lights up a smoke grenade and hides in the sewer as they walk by so he kind of yeah, becomes a ninja you see how he disappeared that wasn't he a, a ninja he did, the, he did a little move too he did this little like one two with his hand he did this little, yeah. Whoosh, yeah. Yeah, did I little, thought the smoke <laughs> grenade stuff was pretty cool though I yeah. thought that was a nice touch like, it, it was made cool sense. I, yeah, just, it I just wish I wish I had seen his training with Luke if he was able to do this. I wish I had seen that whole thing. He went to the island. They trained. It's not going to happen the way you think it will. I, I would have loved to have seen all that. He and trained then, with Raz al Ghul, actually. Yeah, yeah, and then he, and seasons, then he comes yeah. back. You mind your surroundings. <laughs> Theatricality. Yeah, I wish I, had, I wish I had seen all that. Because he did the ninja moment. I was like, bullshit. I was like, bullshit. You have never done that before in your life. I've watched the show from day one. You have never done a ninja move like that in your life. All of a sudden, you're Ninja Man. Like, he's why getting, you got to help from, from, from Force Ghost Laurie? Laurie's helping him right now. Uh, oh yeah. my god! Like, at least at least have like have a scene of him. You know, them training him. Like he, <laughs> I know I'm stopping the entire show with this bullshit, but oh, it's <laughs> in my mind because I'm thinking about Carl. I'm like, it would have been cool if. They had started to have Carl 
learn a little bit from each of the alphas on the group in the group the badasses right. like you are you are surrounded by badasses right yeah. so if you know you're going to kill Karloff in this season level him up early and have him learn a little bit from everybody right he have did him have some skills though with, Carl was he good with his skills, his skills were I, the handgun. He was really good with it. He's a good shot. Like that was his Yeah, but there was like so a silenced handgun. That was his thing. But that could have been a mo that could have been moments to add to his character though. Like he's so he's been gone off the show so much. Yeah. That's that true. I think like if you had had him like learn a little bit from spend some time with Michonne. He did he had good chemistry with, with Michonne. Yeah, from yep. from, from and they, one, just, they did. And yeah. they just stopped it. Like they just stopped uh any kind of real interaction between those characters like i've never seen him really hang out with daryl no no he didn't he right? and did not they did not interact at all ever really no. actually yeah imagine if he had imagine if he had went to the other uh uh to the kingdom and for a little bit and hung out with carol learn a little bit from her but he already, a, like I mean, they lived together in the prison so i think they he he had, he had experience with carol his skills i know not, i know but know, he had his own skill me, set yeah he has own don't tell me i would have liked to have I would have liked to have seen him spend time with these people so that when he did when he finally does die. Yeah. I feel the impact. Yeah, I know. When those characters feel cuz I know they're going to have these moments and because I know I'm talking dead they keep talking about oh how sad it's going to be when he finally goes and oh, God, you're yeah. going to cry and it's going to be oh my yeah, god. Yeah, thanks thanks. It's bullshit. Hard, hard, it's hard bullshit. Witch. Hard witch. You're yeah, you're telling me I'm supposed to feel that way. I know I'm probably not going to feel that way because you haven't developed him. He hasn't been with the group in a while. Like, he's only kind of been with his pops. That's it. Like, I haven't seen him interact with the group. Yeah. And 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 probably two seasons. He had more he had more storylines going on at the prison. He had more storylines going on at the farm. Like right. they, they kinda got away right. from him a little bit. Like you know, he had that thing with the pudding and his father healing up after the prison. Okay. It's like was... they totally lost interest. It's like they totally lost interest in him after he did the well, whole, once they got I'm to Alexandria gonna... pretty much, they shut him down. Yeah. That was Right. Once once he went after Negan, it's like he they lost interest in him the entire after that like yeah. they, they didn't have anything else for him to do like we did the scenes from the comic that's it we don't have nothing else for him to do yeah he went out in the woods he saved Enid a couple times you know he did a little stuff like that there's been little scenes but i know you, you wanted more you wanted more i get it <laughs> he's been there from the beginning so you you like when he dies it should really yeah it should really be that impact well, we'll right? see it's not happened didn't happen yet maybe we'll have a huge carl flashback episode or something a bearded <laughs> carl episode who knows no no in the cave probably i will start the next part of the season right Right, right. Eugene is walking through the medical wing of the sanctuary, uh, and he wakes up Gabriel. He tells, and he's wearing his miner's hat again, by the way, which I think is freaking yes, awesome. Yes, he is. Yes, yes he, he tell, is. He tells Gabriel at, and the doctor that the guard is missing from one of the exits, giving them a chance to escape. Uh, Gabriel then tells, and again, he has kind of a whole speech. It's not just, I'm, I'm summing it up here, but mm. you know, he kind of explains why he's doing this, and he, he agreed that it's the right thing to do to get to get the doctor out of there. Which again, I mean, they'll know where he but is. I don't know. It's a weird plan, but but, I mean, it, but it totally counters his whole established mentality of the last ep of the last couple of episodes where he went through a whole thing of that. Like he went through a whole thought process on no. all of this. He's not sleeping well. He, yeah, but that's what he, he went said. Whole, that's what he said, but, though. He goes, "I can't sleep like this." Like, is he? he but am, said I, it. Am, yeah. I, am I the only one thinking this? Like, he the, you showed us a whole episode of him going through this whole thing of how I'm going to to sum this up in my mind so that I feel better about it. 
I guess again, and then he, it, it's, his conscience is weighing on him. You can see, and they even show his, they zoom so in on his fast. face. They zoom in on his face, like you see it. Like they, they, they tried to show that. Right, but it but it flips so fast. Like yeah. it was just a waste of an episode. You just did a whole episode of that of of him being like once he let all those those zombies in. Once they Daryl did the plan, mm-hmm. his plan, and it all those people got killed. That that was the thing that pissed him off to be like, well, you're no better than Negan in his head, in in his own mind. Right, like you're no right. better than Negan, right? You don't care about collateral damage either. So he leaves the keys. We we, we assume that the doctor and and or Gabriel leaves and and escapes and goes back to the right. hilltop. We we assume, but we don't really know what happens. We assume it because he gets a, a close up of his face, of it, the pretty much of, yeah. of Gabriel's face. Yeah. yeah. So Ezekiel is rolling a barrel of gasoline around the kingdom, and he lights it on fire. And mm-hmm. he's actually it's near like a stockpile of looks like other barrels of fuel. So he he sets right. a pretty nice little explosion up. Um, he then drives a bus, and that was actually a pretty cool scene with the Zippo and opens. It I like this part. Yeah, you know, I did like. It, it kind of reminded me of that scene where Strand blows up the uh, the Abigail. You know, when he's wearing the sunglasses, and you see the thing. Right. I was, right. wait, I was waiting for that, you know, the, 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 that reflected flames in the glasses uh, scene. But anyway, it was actually, it was pretty cool. Uh, he then drives a bus toward the people and gives them a way to escape. Carol shows up to help them and instructs the people to uh, move to move to her house. So he says, there's a house two miles out. It's safe. It's got gates there. Just go. So they direct, they direct them to go there. He sees Carol approaching the gate and shuts it, locking it between them. He locks himself in with the saviors. So he got mm-hmm. his, he got his people safe. He did what he had to do. They're all out, and it actually was a pretty cool scene. And they kept zooming in on that girl with the with the head covering. I don't remember her name exactly, but uh, you I know, forgot. But I there was a moment where she did such a she, she did, did a little Rambo move, punch. man. Yeah, she when did. she did that when she did that little <laughs> punch in the throat, I was like, oh, shit, I like that. Like that. you you know, I like when they get ruthless with the bad guys. She was I, ruthless, I like man. that. Yeah, she was I like cool. that. So I, I I'm all for it when they when they get ruthless on them bad guys. That's why Maggie, I almost clapped. <laughs> Maggie does her moment when we uh, get up to it. That's coming up right now. Maggie gets yeah. back to the hilltop and lets one of the saviors out of the cage. Now, I'm really mm-hmm. surprised that she pulled this guy out. I thought they were going to pull Jared out. Like, Jared's the one that needs to go, right? He's the real super dick, the guy with the long hair, you know? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought it was going to be him, but she pulls the other guy that was kind of messing with uh, with Jesus' head a little bit last episode. Mm-hmm. I guess she did it to prove a point to Jesus, really. That, that's what she was probably trying to do. Yeah, too. I think yeah, that I'm only going to say this because Aaron isn't here. Were you, were you hoping it was going to be... Um... Xander Berkeley's character? No, no, no. Nah, he's not nah, done yet. He's not okay. done yet. No, nah, no. Nah, nah. He we nah. still have a ways to go with him. I he's gonna he's gonna die a painful death. Not not a quick bullet to the head. He he would get. He, this is what I would do for him. <laughs> Every time Maggie had to come in and shoot another person, he would get he would get smacked in the face like a little <laughs> little little uh, little <laughs> that he is. That's what I would yeah. do. Gregory. Every time. Gregory. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. time Gregor. Every time I have to go by that cage. Gregory will get disrespect. Get him a smack in the face. Every right? yeah. single time. That's funny. That's so how I do it. She shoots the, the savior. Uh, again, I don't again, recall his name I, either. I I'm like sorry. How, I like how she did it. And she was like, Jesus, run and tell that. What you going to do? Yeah, what, what you going to do? Gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Catch me Say outside. So. Yeah. <laughs> Say so. Say so. How about that? Proving that she's in control. She shoots him in front That's of all right. the others. It was payback for the man the savior's killed mm-hmm. on the road. She mm-hmm. tells Jesus... To man the wall and prepare for the last stand. So she's clearly in charge here. She executed one. It's an eye for an eye, a tooth That's for a tooth. That's what I want. That's and, what I want. And she wrote on the box, which again is coming up in the next scene. Which she wrote, which she wrote, thirty-eight mm-hmm. more or something like that. Like that was 
Right. We have 38 more right. of, of yours of stand yours. down. Stand down. Stand down. Yeah, that's pretty pretty cool. That's a plan. Well, again, they can take down the walls easily of the hilltop, oh, too, sure, right? But, yeah, so. but I liked how quickly she said, all right, this is how I'm going to handle this. Yeah. It'll at least give them a minute. It's It'll leverage. It'll give them a minute it's, or two of leverage. It's leverage, yeah. I like when she did it, and I liked how she was basically like, Jesus, if you say one more thing to me <laughs> about <laughs> treating these people like, you know, like they should be prisoners like the, if you give me one more thing about we have to be merciful when when we're dealing with people that are not right i i'm done with you like i liked how she just shut all of that up hmm. i don't want to hear about it anymore either if i swear to god if it next episode when it comes back if he says it one more, if he says one i'm quitting the show it's, if he says it one more time about how they're not supposed to do this right after this happened, yeah. I'm done with this show. Well, it like, sounds like I, if he keeps on this track, he'll be next, right? I mean, when they grow a yes. conscience like this, then that's that's pretty much the end of them. Not so. after what they've done. Not after what they've done again. Yeah. No. She'll crucify no. him. Yeah. So, so anyway, Terrell, Daryl, and the others approach. Uh, again, this is where we see the final scene with Dwight. And, and this is, again, this really aggravates me. And they, they try to figure out what happened. Mm. And he says that Eugene is the one who orchestrated the Savior's escape. It doesn't exactly say how. Nope. But he conveys the information. And again, this is where they scoop up Dwight and they go on their way. And he takes his vest. So that's the final the final Dwight scene. Right yeah. There. All this is happening. And your main thing is to take the vest back. <laughs> Maggie and the other members uh, again they get to bury Neil she puts the dead savior in the box like we just said writes we have 38 more etc uh, and she says leave the box where the saviors can find it mm-hmm. Ezekiel is at the mercy of the saviors as Morgan lurks outside so he made his way back unscathed to the hilltop so all the other right. lookouts are, are slaughtered right he made it out somehow. no blood on him nothing nothing he's clear as a whistle <laughs> okay and he, he can listen to what's happening he knows that the, the king is is being held prisoner and being beaten and whatever. He can hear it all. Um, then we see Tara Rosita and the others head into the sewer. Dwight approaches, uh, Dwight apologizes to Michonne. Michonne chooses not to go with them and walks back toward the burning town. Um, I don't know, I remember that exactly, but she does cover the thing and lets them all go except for her. Like she goes back. And again, I guess she's going back for Rick. I, I, I suppose, right? That's, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't really clear. I guess yeah. it's only the only motivation I could see her going back to town. To the town, if everyone else is safe in the sewers. I would have liked though if if Michonne had looked at Daryl. Daryl was in the scene, right? Yeah, I think it says Dwight. Apparently, I, I think Daryl. Yeah. I, I would have liked if she had walked up to Daryl and saw the vest and said, "Was it worth it?" <laughs> yeah, so I, just something like just, just, just that little thing of was all this bullshit worth it? Because this is what we got now. You got your, you, you got your dignity back. Is this what it was to get your dignity back? You got it, but now look where we are. Like I, something we never get any of that. So Rick enters Alexandria looking for his family just in time. Uh, in his house, he finds Negan, and the two get into a fight. Now, again, there's a lot of saviors around, so somehow, you know, Rick has his ninja skills. He makes right. his way to his own home, but right. Negan's waiting there. And this is, and again, this side of the problem with this scene, too. Uh, Negan tries to hit him with Lucille, but Rick manages to escape multiple blows. Negan tells Rick that he's going to fix Carl, make him, you know, he says, your son tried to sacrifice what? himself. I'm going to fix why him. I'm gonna- Rick, why did Rick lose, lose power all of a sudden? 
Well, yeah. see, see, this is the problem I have. Negan basically manhandles him. I mean, he just throws him against the wall. And I mean, he gets him down for a minute, and then he actually grabs uh, Rick grabs Lucille, but doesn't use the fat end on him. Uses like the skinny end on him. You he, know? Th yeah, that I had a no I'm sense. Like he would have bashed his brains. Oh out. My he had him God. over a barrel. He would have swung that bat around right in had the head. Had like him. that made that made no like that made no I, no I, sense. I, Again, with the why do people's skill set diminish at at different times of the show? See, I, and this is, what, this is the point I'm talking about. My friends, I'm going to hear it from them. Why did Negan beat the crap out of Rick? Like, Rick is supposed I to be the hero. Get, like, he's supposed I, to be at least equal to, to Negan, well, right? I mean, I can get that. Strength-wise. I mean, think about it. He he was locked up in that trailer for how long? All right. Mm -hmm. I mean, so he's so weak dehydrated. All right. I didn't have a problem with the fact that he didn't just make mincemeat out of out of Negan hand to hand. It was when he got the bat. Like he all had he had it. to do was he literally just it. boom, swing yeah. that thing around, yeah. and yeah. done. And Negan's like, "Don't you touch Lucille or something." Meanwhile, he gave Lucille to him the whole episode ago, whole like season I, ago, I'd right? Have been, yeah. Like all they had to do, if you didn't want to have Negan get hurt too bad, just have it where he gets the bat, he gets ready to slam it down on him. Negan um, just goes in a ball, so he's only able to kind of like hit the arm or okay. the or the side. So then he's hurt. At least he's hurt, and then they can really kind of go at it a little bit more. And so then they're the equalized. Comes in. Both hurt. Yeah, so, yeah. Right, saying, right, right. And then a savior comes in, and then they and then. Um, Rick has to decide: Do you try to fight another person, or do you jump out the window so that you can and try to? Find Negan out where threw him is. out the window, though. He actually yeah, threw him out Rick the out, yeah. the, out the freaking out window. The window. And yeah. that brought me back to when he was fighting a porch dick. Remember that same thing? The porch dick yep. manhandled Rick and threw him out the window too. It's like, like I said, it, 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 I, I do, this is the thing that happens on the show quite a bit is when they diminish the the skill set. Of the of the person, it should at least because be because they want something to yeah. happen, right? So or they should have, or they should have choreographed it to where it didn't give Rick a clear open to end this right. whole thing. Because right. Rick yeah, has made true. it clear, that's true. that's true. He is going to kill Negan, right. and then this right. all stops. Rick is not like Negan. Negan needs a show. Yeah. Negan wants wants Maggie, um, Ezekiel, right. and Rick yeah. all yeah. lined yeah. up so he can execute them all at the same time. Right. Make a display to show to the rest who's in charge, and he's to be feared. Rick just wants this all to stop, and he doesn't need an audience. He doesn't need mm -hmm. a show. Like Rick could have easily drug him out by the leg mm -hmm. with yep. his skull bashed in and said, "It's done. It's over. It's yep. over. This is done." Yeah, I, I would have thought that was cool. I was hoping for some sort of closure on the uh, some in some aspect on this mm -hmm. you know, all-out war. I mean, we've been this whole half a season has just been like. Logistics running around back and forth and back and forth. Mm -hmm. I was hoping for some sort of, I was maybe not for it to be over or for one of them to die or whatever, but at least give me some sort of, you know, um, um, a cold war, like to get to a point of a cold war because just some happens. sort of, you know, some sort, you know, some sort of resolution. So I remember again talking to my friends that watched the show. They were so pissed off back when the governor. Uh, you know, was fighting Rick, and he almost killed Rick. Like he was choking him out. Yep. And he, yep. Rick was basically one heartbeat away from death when Michonne came and and impaled the governor. Like so, he didn't he didn't, he didn't have to, right. So yeah. he couldn't handle the governor. He couldn't handle Negan. It's like it's like he can't do it without his people around him, and that pisses like people off. Like, come on, man, Rick's supposed to be the man, right? He's the dude. Like because it's like why is he getting manhandled by these people? You know, it makes he no could sense. fight four guys. 
like like he could fight four guys in that same episode, but then he gets to the bad. To, he gets in the. It's like a video game. He gets to the bad. The boss. <laughs> yeah, his power meter is sudden, less. Yeah, his power <laughs> meter goes down, and, and he can't he can't fight, and he do, and he makes bad decisions. Like right, there's no reason why he should have hit him with that other side of the. Yeah, that was the, stupid. The and then he's like, "Don't, don't you hit me! With, with, don't you touch Lucille?" He said, "He growled something." Right? That's what Negan said, and I don't know. He well, out he the said it like then, he named him after a wife or something. The way well, that that's he the way we, responded. Right, and we, we haven't we don't know that yet, but we we're not supposed right. to know that yet. But that's probably what it, you know. It's well, those you right. read ahead, right? So, you know, that's what it is. But all right. So anyway, Rick's out the window now. <laughs> Negan gets up and he's all pissed. Like, you know, he wanted to steal with Rick right then and there, but he's out the window. Michonne walks through Alexandria, cutting down walkers, and she passes them. A savior grabs her, but she quickly dispatches him. That was actually a pretty cool kill. Just I like that. Did I that felt, eyeball? I felt that rage. Oh, that yeah. was all. And then she cuts him up. Like she was like, mm-hmm. and we didn't. They couldn't show us that. Like, give me. Let me see her cutting this guy's guts out. Like, give me a little gore uh, here. I can use a little bit. You know. Let me, She's angry. At least she kept her skills. At least she, at least she kept her skills. Right, like, exactly. Do that with her. Like when she had a hard time fighting that guy. Remember the t- well, time? Well, she was she hurt though. She was banged up again. But it's like, yeah, I know. I know, but this is this is mother effing Michonne. This I ain't Michonne. got time to be hurt. I ain't <laughs> got time to be hurt. It's Michonne. Okay? This is the group. This is, this is the group. So Rick finds her, stops her. She takes him to the sewer where everyone's hiding. Uh, mm-hmm. Judith and Carl are both safe in there with everyone else from Alexandria. And they saw they have candles. It's real nice. It's like a real, you know, kind of romantic setting in there. They got the candles. You know, it's a little, mm-hmm. little, little, little wet, but it's okay. A montage shows all the major characters thinking about what's next. Dwight oh, is. Daryl has just got his head down. Daryl is just like. Yeah, he's just defeated. Beaten. Dwight yeah. is seen in the sewer with the people of Alexandria. And Rick notices him, but doesn't really do anything. Carol is leading the kingdom's people to safety while Ezekiel is sitting inside the gate. So we see there, mm-hmm. these are the close headshots with the bookend of the, the show. Right. Morgan is still uh, just outside. We see his, you know, his face as well. Rick makes his way through the sewer towards his family when he sees uh-huh. Sadiq, which is the one he shot at. And Carl tells Rick he brought the guy in with them. He goes, I, I, I got this guy. Now, again, I don't know why this guy Sadiq is so important. Like, they've recruited people over the years into the prison, right? They ask the questions, you know, how many have you killed? Well, you know, it's like some- well, I feel dumb because I thought Sadiq was the one who knew about all this underground stuff and... I thought that that was what. So is that what it is? I mean, I thought I thought they. Well, Carl knew I, about I, the sewers, though. I, Carl I knew about know. the sewers. You know what? I feel like an idiot because I'm sitting there going, "What was the big effing deal with this dude?" And What's I thought, deep, okay, right, yeah. maybe they're gonna make it that because of Carl's kindness, this dude was able to, to save help Alexandria. Him find, right, just help him get these people underground. But, but hold on, hold on. We know about the sewers, because don't you remember there was an episode where Maggie was trying to get out through the sewers? You know what? I think yeah, I they to, used them With before. Aaron, right? Mar- yeah, and, and Maggie and Aaron went through there. You know there. why I'm dumb? You know why I'm dumb? What? Because it's me trying to make it feel like it mattered. <laughs> I'm, trying to make, I'm trying to make it feel like... Because... And- because to be real, it doesn't make any sense why this dude should be important. Like, why? Was, what was the big deal with this guy? I don't know. I don't know. So Carl then reveals a bite on his torso, and Michonne drops mm-hmm. to her knees. Rick and Carl look at one another, completely lost. Carl is right. infected, and you can see at this point he's really sweating. Like he's, he's his shirt right. is very wet from perspiration. Right. He's got that got that fever going, and there's nothing else anyone can do. And but why? Like Daryl doesn't even when he looks at Daryl, I, I would have at least liked to Daryl to been like, I'm sorry. Like Daryl, he just fault. passed him by. Like he didn't even like. He's just uh, he's on the he, other he, side of the sewer. Like, yeah, he was like. I'm not used to. I'm not used to Daryl just having a look of shame. Like even when Daryl f's up, he right. he owns his f ups. 
Yeah. Like that's that's Daryl's thing. He owns it. Like like he, I, I just can't see Daryl just sitting there in the corner looking down and going, you know, just being sad. I, I see him almost fighting to go back up there because it's my fault. Like I, I'll kill every little. I'll I'll try to kill every one of them if I can because this is all my fault. Like I I this Daryl being docile. This ain't I. It's just I know they wanted to. You, to you, be wanted, this you scene. wanted a line oh. in there to say, "Hey man, I screwed this, up." I, this I, goes against his character. Like this goes totally against his character. Every character is supposed to be a badass. Rick, Michonne, Daryl weren't, and then the most badass character in this whole episode was Maggie. Yeah. Right. She was like the only one who like lived up to her badassitude, as it were. Yeah. 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 You know, it's just weird. Like that's not his character in all the seasons we've seen him in. Right. He would have been. You would have had to have taken a rock and hit him on the head and drag him underground. Right. He'd be fighting them to the death. This is the yeah. same mother effort that fought a tank with a bow he, and arrow. He beat a tank. You're yeah. Right. He did. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he killed the tank. I, I'm, yeah, I don't so that's the end of the episode. Before we okay. get to our final Buster ratings for 2017, <laughs> Man. a quick word from our sponsor. Jim, would you do the honors? Well, as disappointed as we seem to be with this episode, we are certainly not in any way disappointed with our sponsor. Never. DCBService.com. My friends... Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, whatever Christmas. you celebrate, it's looming, <laughs> looming very quickly. My now. poll We're was like, up. My Festivus poll was up, by the way. Oh, I Two, love my yeah. Festivus. I love it. I don't want to hear about your Festivus poll. <laughs> it's a semi-family show, all right? It's, 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 how you, it's how you celebrate the holiday. That's all I'm saying, all right? <laughs> you do in the privacy of your own home is okay, but I don't need to hear about it, right? um, DCB Service has you covered for all your geeky needs. Are you into uh, graphic novels and comic books? By all means, you need to go to DCB Service because not only are they great people to work with, they also have all your co- all your comic and graphic novel needs covered at a great price. Usually cheaper than Amazon, 30, 40, sometimes 50, 60 percent, depending on what you're looking at, you know, and we're looking for. And not only comics and graphic novels, they have statues, they have um, action figures, hoodies, T-shirts, toys, uh, collectible card games. Um, every, you know, all this kind of, any kind of geeky stuff under the sun, anything for your walking dead fan, something I got for some people last year for Christmas, which you can still order from DCB service is the uh, walking dead coloring book. Uh, adult coloring books have become a big thing. And I got this for a couple of people and they're really tickled by it. Uh, I also included a green, blue and purple crayon to kind of personalize, uh, cause that's really all you need, right? The red, green, Never mind. Uh, but all kinds of great <laughs> stuff. Um, you know, they have all kinds of great stuff there. Um, if you were a fan of the show Penny Dreadful, there's now a comic of Penny Dreadful. It is it is ended, but the story continues in the comic. Um, you can, you know, again, if you want to catch up on The Walking Dead, you can do so with the compendiums, the hardcovers, the softcovers, issue by issue. Uh, any of those ways, DCB Service has you covered and at a great price and with great service. People who really care. Um, our, our good friend Russell Latham is a stickler when it comes to collectible grade stuff. When he pays money for something, <laughs> he wants it to be pristine and no nicks and no cuts and nothing out, nothing wrong. Nerd. No, no he just, he's very particular. He's a very yes. particular individual. Yes. He likes big books and he cannot lie, okay? But anyway, ECB service takes the care and the time to pack that stuff just the way that it'll get to you just the way it left them, you know? It'll be in, in a mint condition that you can appreciate and love if that's your thing. Or, you know, you can just rip right in or read it if you want. Whatever. Um, but we have uh, they have specials running all the time. 
Uh, right now, um, Action Comics 1000, uh, 80 Years of Superman uh, hardcover is on the way. 50% off. You can get a DCB service right now for $15. Um, everybody loves Superman, right? Um, but uh, you know that's just one of the many, many great deals. You can literally spend hours looking at their website and their sister site in StockTrades.com, finding great gift ideas for the, ge the geeky people in your life, the Walking Dead fan in your life, the zombie fans in your life. Again, not just comics and, and graphic novels, but T-shirts and, and toys and games and everything else under the sun uh, that in a geeky, uh, in a geeky way, in a pop culture way. Um, and again, the greatest prices you're going to find 30, 40, 50% off. You don't have to wait for a flash sale on Amazon to get that gift for your, for your geeky, uh, uh, friend or your walking dead fan friend. No, no ma'am or sir. You can get it right now at that big discount from DCB service. Go check them out. They really do great stuff. They're great people to work with. And we are more than proud to have them as our sponsor. Again, you know, it's a gift giving time of season. It's a no brainer. You want to get the cool stuff and you want to save the most cash, right? Go to DCB service. You can't go wrong. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim, for covering that as well. All right, guys. So our Buster ratings, the last one for the year 2017. This is this is it, guys. Uh, the hour and a half season finale, mid-season finale, I should say. Starting with Russell, what do you got? Uh, I'll give it a three and a half. I, it was just kind of very middle of the road for me. I mean, I... I I haven't been as on as down on the season overall as as some people have. I mean, I've enjoyed the journey and I I like where they are. It's it's just some of the individual choices that just have me baffled. I mean, a lot of them we talked about this episode. Um, just some of the the focus on the stylistic elements, like this whole you know cinema verite. Let's focus on people's faces and. You know, just stuff like that. I, it just it just seems incongruous to the fact that this is a story about zombies in a post apocalyptic world. Like it just doesn't. It, it it's it, it's just done. It just doesn't seem right with the story they're telling. Um, but you know, but overall, I'm still I'm still enjoying the show. I still like to watch it. I still you know I, I still would rather it be on than not. I just, I, I just wish they would you know kind of. Think a little bit about some of these choices they make and, um, you know, just kind of and it's all in the scripting, you know, just kind of like, you know, just do some, you know, have a heavier, have a heavier editing hand maybe is, is what they need. Okay. Daryl. This episode ain't getting a goddamn point for me. I don't, I don't give it none. It's zero. Like I give Gimple can kiss my ass. All that nonsense <laughs> of Patting himself on the back about this is what I did. Yeah, you shouldn't have watched that, man. Yeah, you shouldn't have watched this is all. Oh, yeah, this didn't. is everyone should know. Like, like it's in the episode. I'm Mister. I'm Mister. Smarty Pants. I'm great director. I know what I'm doing. You know what? It gets nothing. Like I, I think that they it got so much. I was so excited about this season. I was enjoying the season. I gave them. I was. I was pretty. I was pretty much involved. I didn't like there. I was more than not rooting for the show. Right. And when they got to this mid-season finale, it just, it, it was, it just felt like they were just not caring about the details at all. And, and, and they just tried to, to sit on the, but we killed Carl though. 
So you should like that should be your thing. <laughs> like that's fan that service, would, right? Yeah, like right. that's the fan service that would kill Carl though. <laughs> kill Carl though, right? Right. right. You but you don't tell this. us. Yeah, right. We don't know how the plan failed. We don't know what how they Negan got to the point where they they were able to get back their uh, momentum. We don't get any characters are acting not like themselves at all, with no reason given for why they're not acting like themselves. It just, I just can't give this thing a point. I just can't. Like, it's just, I, it, it's too much missing from the episode. It, it feels incomplete, even though it was an hour and a half. It just it just felt incomplete. Take out all those goddamn um, face uh, close-ups that they kept doing <laughs> with the sad music. And uh, there was so much they could have done with this episode, and they just didn't do it. So I'm out. I'm, I'm out with that. It's a zero busters. It's a zero busters for me. Okay. Uh, Jim, this could have been a five buster show with everything that happened in it. If you were to, if I were to tell you, you know, they blew up half Alexandria, Carl's dead and Negan is taken over and all this stuff. And, you know, it could have been a five out of five, but because of the, the, and, and, you know, Russell hits it on the head, the scripting, but not only that, Russ, the lighting, the direction, true, the yeah, time no, jumps, the editing. I mean, technically this episode is a mess. And it really took me out of what should have been, um, you know, moments of big gravitas. I mean, they've been in Alexandria now for what, three seasons Two, you know, for a long time, you know, that should have meant something. Carl's death, that should have meant something that should have haunted me. You know, that should have really had a lot of weight to it. And it didn't because I was like, I can't see anything. What's happening. What is over there? You know what I mean? It just really mm-hmm. was like tripping over its own shoelaces. Um, I have to give this one a two, and that's probably the lowest I've ever given a season finale. I'd have to go back and look. Hmm. But, I mean, it could have been, I mean, the potential that was wasted here is what really makes me the maddest. You know, and if I never see the junk people again, I'll be happy. <laughs> Something tells me that we're going to see them again, unfortunately. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> All right, um, I'll read mine, and then, you know, Jim, you don't mind reading Aaron's uh, after I uh, do mine, right? No, okay, right great. And we haven't, forget, we haven't forgotten, folks, we have a hashtag Red Machete finale to talk about but i'll save it for aaron's riveting review read by jim deeds in just a moment so we haven't forgotten about that um my buster rating two and a half uh i i like i like some of the explosions you know some of the big stuff like seeing alexandria burned to the ground like i said for some reason that that town that set never really connected with me and i'm kind of glad that we're done with it at least as far as i can tell uh at least as far as our characters are concerned we've already outlined all the technical problems with this episode and and if i could sum it up just from my perspective you know they're getting a little too artsy and and i guess maybe it's a simple way of putting it but they got to stop that stuff like the the scripts could have been really good with these flashbacks and forwards and backwards and ups and downs and the the close-ups it's too much you can sprinkle that in a little bit like if you remember just a few seasons ago they tried it for the first time in, what was it, season five, episode one, where they said then and then now. Like they had that. They played with some time jumping, and they should have left it alone maybe just for certain episodes. But they're doing it much too often now, and it's making it very confusing for oh, the yeah. week-to-week watcher. I, I'll, I'll re-watch this binging style, and I'm sure it may make more sense because you don't wait weeks in between each episode. It may feel more connected to me. But the way it's presented now... It's too confusing, and I don't like it. And you're right; all the emotional moments have been kind of d- diluted with these technical problems that we had. So, um, then again, some good stuff, some good Rick scenes, except him getting his ass kicked by Negan. I had a problem with. Um, 
good Negan scenes. I mean, he was definitely in full Negan mode with the with the bullhorn and you know his little. I mean, some good stuff. Simon had some good things. Maggie shooting one of them was was a great. You know, that was I didn't think she had it in her, but she did it. You know, that was pretty good. So they had some good stuff. I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly give it a zero. I would say a two and a half. Is kind of where this episode landed. And and again, uh, we do expect more. And it doesn't have to be a major death, but we do expect more from a mid-season finale, right? We have to we have to chew on this episode until February, right? And we have to, and we're supposed to be thinking, like you said, oh my God, Carl is dead, and what's going to happen with Carl? But I don't think anyone's thinking that right now. No one's like, we're just all so confused about what's going on. Like it, his death is still just like a question mark. We don't even know. We don't even know where he got bitten. I mean, you have to go back three episodes to see where he got bitten. And evidently, I, we we're supposed to know. And that, that bothered me because it's like it's, it's, it, we, they played that game with, uh, with Bob Stuckey, right? Tainted Meat, remember that, right? Where mm-hmm. he got bit but didn't admit it. So we kind of we've seen that before too. I don't know what they're doing. He's a major character. Like I said, T Dog's death had more impact. Like Tyrese dying had more impact. It was sudden. They just got bit suddenly. Like you didn't expect it. Like oh my god, like that's that's crazy. Is he gonna make it? Is he not gonna make it? Like you don't expect it. This is just so nuanced that it's like, oh, okay, and he had time to write a letter, and okay, and he's not gonna see his girlfriend again. All right, it's like, it's like, it, it's they got to stop this to get back to basics. Is my advice to Mister Gimple. Can we? Uh, so after we finish, you we do the the viewer buster ratings and do Aaron's thing. Can we circle back around onto Carl's death at the end? Sure, sure. Because I, 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 I'm. I have some thoughts on that, and there's been some some controversy. So I'm curious what you guys think about that. Sure. But I don't want to. We'll, we'll, I don't want to. I don't want to disrupt the flow. No problem. We'll circle right around when I get to the final thoughts. We'll just we'll, we'll pick it up right there. So that's my rating. Um, Jim, would you mind reading Aaron's written review? And then also the, the um, I, I can't wait to talk about hashtag Red Machete. So, Jim, would you take it away? Yeah. Well, uh, this is um, Aaron is off being uh, the object of my jealousy right now because he's watching <laughs> Star Wars The Last Jedi and I cannot. Not only is he watching it, but it's where he's watching it. Yes. Where is he at the uh, El Capitan? Where is he at? Yeah, the Disney. Yeah, the uh, Disney. Yeah, yeah the, the mouse house, yeah. as 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 Chubb says. Right. right. Yeah. With uh, with with his lovely and talented girlfriend too. Yes. So. Oh, I thought he was at Lucas' house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Lucas isn't watching it, man. He's like, no, no, no. Lucas doesn't want to see that. <laughs> no, I don't see his garbage. I'd rather watch The Walking Dead than watch this. No, he, he's playing his Betamax tape of THX 1138 or whatever it is. That's what he's playing right now. Watching his bootleg DVD of the Ewok adventure. <laughs> Luke, Luke would never do that. He's watching the holiday anyway, special right now. That's what he's, It's Christmas yeah, time, right? Yeah. And uh, if, if Aaron wasn't such a nice guy, I would be extremely jealous, but yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he wrote this for us. Uh, hey guys, as I mentioned, I unfortunately could not take part in discussing the midseason finale as Luke Skywalker needed my help. That said, I don't think I would much care to talk about such a boring, uneventful episode. First off, this may have been an extended episode, but since those extensions were made up of intense close-ups in slow motion, hey, somebody else said that too, um, <laughs> they really made no difference except for ways to bore me. I'm sure you guys have already discussed the many poor decisions made, so let's get to the end, which unfortunately was spoiled for me. That said, does this show have an edge anymore? I mean, sure, Carl will die, but does it really matter when we know major characters will only die in the finale episodes? After a long stretch of people doing things that are either bad decisions or lack any sort of tension, it leaves us with the supposed gut punch of Carl having been bitten, but I just didn't care. Uh, I explore these thoughts more in my written review, which, by the way, you can link to from our Facebook page at, um, at thewalkingdidtvpodcast.com. Uh, he's writing that for we live, we live entertainment.com. 
Um, but suffice to say, this is not the enjoyable show I've been used to. Oh, and surprisingly bad direction, too. Lots of darkness, poor geography, and obviously real pacing problems. Two busters. Hmm. Okay, everybody get ready for the positive. All right. This is, this, this is the best part of the finale, actually, is it, this, mm-hmm. this coming up right here. <clears throat> Let's see if I can do it justice. Sorry. <laughs> On a much brighter note, the Walking Dead hashtag Red Machete presented by Taco Bell hashtag Live Moss has not lost its edge. <laughs> this week's wonderful, the Walking Dead hashtag Red Machete presented by Taco Bell hashtag Live Moss finale makes his most ambitious play yet and keeps focus entirely on a walker with the Red Machete stuck in his chest. It's a fun bit that doesn't overstay its welcome and ends with a great twist. Joe from the Claimed Group steps in and grabs a machete yelling claimed for his victory. Perfect. That was perfect. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, just seeing him again was like the biggest smile on my face, actually, seeing Joe. Because I I didn't realize that Rick got the red machete from Joe. I didn't know that. That's how he got it. So now it kind of makes sense. Oh, that was so good. That was so good. Thank you, Jim, for reading that. That was that was awesome. No problem. I'll be expecting my case of volcano sauce any day now. Yeah, yeah. you keep lo- lava sauce. And ugh, Don't get me started on that, man. I missed that lava <laughs> sauce. I, 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 that's, that's, a, that's a sin that that thing is gone. All right. Well, Aaron, thanks for thanks for writing that in. And uh, I'm sure everyone, you know, was riveted by the hashtag Red Machete finale. I thought it was really cool. I, I, Joe was great. I, I wish they should have ended him. He really was. He could have been a cool character to keep, keep on with. But uh, It was a nice callback. It was a nice callback. They brought him back just for this. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I, I wonder, because I was always wondering how this red machete would end. Like, would you see Rick be the one, you know, ending up in his hands? But no, you see it end up with the person before Rick. And we all know how Joe ended. So <laughs> Rick got I his got machete. A, I got a red machete. Machete with a red handle. Red handle. That's what he used to kill you. And that happened. And that's right. That's right. They met the claimers right before they went to Terminus. So it all, it all kind of makes sense. There's continuity it's- there. It's all connected. It's all connected. I love it. Indeed. <laughs> but who cares what we no, I, think? I have, pay, I have to pay Russ a dollar now because I said it's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> copyright. It's all connected. It's copyrighted. So, but who cares what we have to say? We have an amazing Facebook group. You can join the group if you like. Go to Facebook.com. Do a search for The Walking Dead TV Podcast. You just hit join group, and you get to write in your very own Buster ratings if you choose to for The Walking Dead, or we call them Toby ratings for Fear the Walking Dead, the other show. Um, and you get to have them read by the one and only Jim Dietz. So a lot of responses this week. Obviously, it was a, you know everyone kind of tuned in for this one, um, and it was pretty divisive. So, Jim, if you want to take it away, and what did our – our listeners have to say about uh, the final episode how it's got to be. Let me enjoy some liquid refreshment because and everybody settle in here. Yes, wet your are whistle. Quite a lot of comments. It. Yes, it's brought to you by Bell's Winter White Ale this week. <laughs> Hoping to get a new sponsor for the show. Sounds pretty good, actually. It is delicious. Uh, Brent Jones, and as you said, Craig, it is very divided uh, among the among uh, viewers. Uh, Brent Jones, four point seven five. I'd give it five if it weren't for the commercial breaks being longer than the show segments. Out of five. Oh, wow. Best episode in a while. I was on the edge of my seat, and I knew who it was all along, even though there were moments I was concerned for others. Did Jerry live? Yes, Brent. Jerry yes. lived. We're not rioting yet, so yes, Jerry's alive. Right. There's no rioting from Susan Monk either. So. <laughs> um, DeRay Irvin, five. I guess Chandler Rings wants to go to college out of five. <laughs> Great episode. I was mostly concerned for Jerry's safety. That's sad funny. to see sad to see Quarrel go, but his acting was subpar at best. However, after watching the episode a second time, knowing Carl was already bit from helping Sadiq get to Alexandria makes a lot of those scenes more powerful. Can't wait for the return and I'll miss listening to the podcast every week. 
Oh, we'll miss you too until February. Yeah, Duray, we'll miss you too. We'll be here though. Uh, P.S. I was thoroughly impressed with hashtag Ren Machete brought to you by Taco Bell hashtag Live Moss claimed. That's right. That is awesome. <laughs> awesome. As 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 we were we all. Uh, Charlie Messing, three busters for me. Hate to be negative on a show I love, but I had a hard time getting into the show, and it was the commercial breaks. Uh, see, this is something I heard from someone else who watches the show fairly regularly, too. I normally don't complain about the commercials, but it seemed like each break was just as long as each segment. And while Chandler just needed acting classes, didn't really need to kill him off. I'm crying to sleep now thinking of the first time we heard Rick scream for Coral. Uh, all joking aside, <laughs> I like Carl Chandler, and I'm shocked he was killed. Uh, Michelle Yvette Peoples, 4.75. I'm going to copy Brent Jones out of five. Uh, it was a great episode that had way too many commercials, but given how uneven the first half of the season has been, it was a really good episode, surprisingly tense. I'm not sure I'm on board with trying to redeem Eugene. It might be a bit hard to get the Oceanside people to help out now, you think. Uh, Maggie needed to take out more saviors. Do not hurt Jerry and Ezekiel. Even Red Machete, hashtag Live Moss, brought to you by Taco Bell, was good. Uh, tonight, uh, nice to Jeff Cobra, a.k.a. Joe from The Claimers. Uh, and Carl, you were turning into the kind of leader your dad could learn from. I haven't always been Team Carl, but I have been the last two seasons, and I'm truly sorry to see him go. I'm curious where they will go now. Is this, a fair, this is a fairly big departure from the comics. Many thanks, to, as always, to all of you for the awesome, awesome podcast. Happy holidays and to all, and see you in February. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. Super nice. Um, Susan Monk, four orders off the menu out of five. This was actually a good episode. There were some problems with the editing, though. They had problems being clear when doing time jumps this half season. Except for the premiere, they looked just like continuity mistakes instead of flashbacks. Um, I'm thrilled that Jerry is still alive, hoping they can keep the story going without Carl. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they still have me for an episode, another episode or two. Sarcasm. Uh, I was it was fascinating to learn that deep down the saviors are really nice guys. Unfortunately, they were forced into being dicks. Sarcasm. Um... Mike Jones, 4.75 fire sales out of five. <laughs> I did not want to see Carl die, and his demise kept this from being a perfect episode for me. Uh, this is the best episode of the season. It shows what the Savior should have been all along. Uh, let's hope Negan gets to Judith before season's end, or we will be enduring her for eight more seasons. Um, to which Dre Irvin asked, man, why do you want to kill the baby so badly? <laughs> and Mike Jones said, there's no room for babies in the zombie apocalypse. Um... Johnny Storer, one jumped out of uh, one out of jump the shark out of five. Uh, we didn't witness the death of Carl. We witnessed the death of Scott Gimple. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh nice. nice! I wish. Oh, I need my blood pressure. A sick burn. Ooh, that was Salty. salt right there, boy. Salt. Uh, they literally just ruined this show. As soon as they showed Carl all sweaty and writing letters, I knew he was going to die. Uh, uh, the whole time since the beginning of the story has been Rick protecting him in the survival of Carl. How can they just deviate from that main plot point and Rick survive after all we've seen Carl's death? I simply can't believe. Kirkman has no say in his show anymore. Really, I've been looking up and researching his involvement in the show. Since he is part of the people suing AMC, he doesn't have a say in the show anymore. Uh, remember when Andrea was killed off? She was contracted to be on the show up until season 8, but then Glenn Mazar killed her off. Kirkman's riff fit, and that's how we got Scott Gimple. Give the show to Nick Otero. At least he understands horror, and the characters it seems better as his episodes are usually the better ones of the season. I can't argue with that. Uh, where Also, where is Rick's broken arm, since he clearly got hit hard by Negan losing Lucille, uh, using Lucille? Jesus, help us all. I'm not talking about the Jesus on the show. 
Uh, Janet Broom, 3.75. Of course the trash people aren't going to stay around when your plan is falling apart out of five. <laughs> uh, really glad Jerry lived. I was ready to riot. Uh, not surprised by Carl after his talk with Rick near the beginning. Taking off for the weird close-ups again. And even though I understand the reason for Rick and Carl's talk, it's, it feels like another repeat of the Jesus arguments. I'm also annoyed with how far they are, how far they are having Jesus go with the we shouldn't kill it, it's a war. Uh, plus, how did they know where to ambush the group from Hilltop? Everyone else, they call it their place, but that group, they laid a trap on the road. Hmm. Carl Hooker, a 4.5 man. That's a lot of explosions out of five. Best episode of the season, and since I can only watch on demand, I didn't have the commercial breaks to ruin it for me, although I apparently I missed a really good mini live live moss segment. Yeah, you did. Uh, is he really dead? What if Carl, Dr. Carson has a cure? I say he goes out killing Negan for his old man. Do you ever shut up was the best line of the show. Uh, Tarek Awar, I'm giving five tender moments ruined out of five. This episode brought so much emotion out of me. The whole shots of everyone's face was just a reminder of, damn, there are a lot of characters now. Long but necessary for what the characters are thinking. And with that brings a whole lot of side plots. At least I'm invested in them. Just knowing at any moment the saviors will strike. The garbage pail people are the only thing of the season I didn't like. Totally agree, <laughs> Tarek. Uh, co-signed. Uh, never liked the characters, just want them to die at this point. And that big death, even knowing it was coming, was just tragic. Now it's crazy to think of where the story goes from here. What a bunch of crazy that came from this episode. Uh, Michael Santana, three, I just can't quit you walking deads <laughs> out of five. I was so hoping that Maggie smoked Gregory with that shot. I'm right there with you, Michael. Nope, it was random savior number three. That's and right. then in the car, who did Simon waste? Would have been powerful if he waxed at least a female knight from the kingdom knew that he wasn't killing Jesus or Maggie. Nope, random hilltop bro number six. The extra commercial stuffed in there were killing me as well. But all that extra money is going to go right back into the show, right? Nope. Those new yachts for the AMC executives will be sweet, though I swear. <laughs> this show is doing everything it can to get me to quit. I'm just so bummed that I can't. I vowed I would ride it out no matter how far it slips. Oh, well. Adios, Carlito. Uh, Riggs. Thanks for all your hard work. Study hard, bro. Uh, Cheryl Morse Goodman, 2.0 overdramatic face close-ups out of five. See, I wasn't the only one. I don't get it. I wanted to review this after the first 20 minutes because I suspected my thoughts wouldn't change about the cataclysm that was this episode, and it didn't. So we can safely assume that the flash-forward was a dream, or perhaps the Carl we saw in the hallway jovially, jovially talking to Rick is actually a zombie pet they have tamed using gallons of pudding. <laughs> oh, boy. Nice callback, Cheryl. Uh, I have, and having seen the next half preview, more savior fighting? Dear God, we have miles to go before we sleep. Uh, Mary Terpecchia, four very generous busters for this one. Show of hands, who knew Carl was dying after the first five minutes? My hand is up. Uh, honest, <laughs> honestly, I'm just happy that I stayed awake for this episode. I slept through two of them and didn't feel the need to go back and watch them. Uh, let's talk about the good. Uh, even though I suspected Carl was going to die due to his hopeful speech to Rick, I didn't think... He was bit from a previous episode in a show either. that yep. doesn't really surprise me. That did. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, I got a chuckle out of Eugene dropping the keys to a conveniently parked car. <laughs> uh, about time Maggie killed one of the saviors. Yay, Jerry lives. For the bad. It was so dark I had a hard time figuring out what was going on. Did we see what Maggie wrote on the box? <laughs> Yeah, we did, but we had to. I had to see a photo of it really to kind of suss that out. <laughs> I almost forgot about Oceanside. I hate the trash people. Hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season. Oh, you too, Mary. Thanks. 
Karen Shee wrote, what a sloppy, underwhelming episode, even more so because it's a mid-season finale. Who directed it? My viewing party kept getting disoriented on who was where, what the actual plan was, and how the saviors got out of the sanctuary beyond an offhanded, Eugene did it. As a huge fan of the comics, taking out Carl upsets me because that character has so much great material to act out. I also didn't feel anything when he revealed his bite. Seemed like such a gimmick. Blah. Luke Smith wrote, as a spoiler alert, maybe he was bitten by a whisperer. (laughs) Um, Let's get a little ahead of ourselves, I think. Uh, Richard Chopper, Cherry Charrington, 4.5, no more Rick shouting Coral out of 5. Again, I really enjoyed the last half of the season. Uh, or this half of the season, I'm looking forward to February. I just want to wish all the podcasters and listeners a very Merry Christmas and all the best for 2018. Also, thank you to all you guys for the hard work that goes into the podcast. I'm training for next year's London Marathon again, so I listen on the following Sunday when I do a two-hour run. You all keep me entertained the whole way. See you guys in February. Thanks, Richard. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, Brad Milo. One of our founders has uh, has sounded off in our <laughs> Facebook group. It, we, when we hear from Brad, we know it's going to be a stinger, right? I mean, yeah. we, we, all right, what do you have to write? <laughs> the whole season gets zero busters from me. <laughs> he, he is not a man who is shy of his opinions in any way. He's a founder of the show, folks. He's, he's, he he's totally he's, is. You know, one of the founders, yes. He, he, he definitely is. In fact, you still uh, hear his voiceover every show. That's him. Like That's his voice when, you know, in the, what was it, the opening uh, sound effect. You know, when there's no he more. Was, he, was, he was the one that dubbed it Busters. You know, yes, he created the Busters. He created the Busters. No, Bill it, does it, the voiceover. Right. Bill sure does not Brad? Oh, I thought it was Brad. Okay. No, it's no, Bill. No, I'm sorry. It's Bill. Bill. Pardon me. Bill. Um, season eight of The Walking Dead is by far the absolute worst season of this show yet. Not because of the story, but the way it's being told. Please, Scott Gimple, step aside and let someone else take the reins. Uh, Christine Bowman, <laughs> one major... Well, like I said, he's never been shy about uh, speaking his mind. That's one thing you say about him. Uh, Christine Bowman, one major misstep out of five. I was already coming into this episode with my arms crossed after the way the season has been going. Carl getting bitten was a jumping the shark moment for me. It felt like play for buzz and a grab for viewers, and I think Gimple is going to regret it. Watching Carl grow up was the most interesting plot line for me. Mediocre mid-season finale to a subpar half-season. Rob Cook, four sewer rat Alexandrians out of five. The episode was a bit all over the place this week, but had some good character moments. Maggie was brutal. Coral was the best leader they had for about five minutes before being killed off. I predict a long, lingering death scene at the beginning of the second half of the season. A shame to see him go. Are we to expect the ocean signs just going to roll in to save the day now that our heroes have given Grandma the bullet? I don't know. <laughs> uh, clever writing to make us think Jerry got killed, but hold the riots. It was Neil. All in all, an average first half of the season, looking forward to the second half. Cheers to the podcast team. Always a joy to listen to you guys. Enjoy the festive break and catch you in 2018. Now only two days till the midnight screening of Last Jedi. That's right. Here, here. What's The Last Jedi? What is that? Is that What is it again? It's one of those small art films. You know? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Listen, thanks, Rob. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Thanks a bunch. Uh, Adam Fatah, I will give it 3.5 out of 5 busters. I thought episode felt completely disjointed. I'm glad this is a mid-season finale because I need a break from The Walking Dead. Wow. And finally, whew, Sarah Ann Howard, 2.5 out of 5 smoke bombs. I felt like much of this episode was exactly that. Smoke and mirrors meant to fill the hour. There were some really good bits. I always love seeing Stephen Ogg. Me too, man. <laughs> become one of my favorite actors on the show. He's awesome. And, 
Yeah, and some frankly boring bits. Uh, watching Carl wander around Alexandria throwing smoke bombs qualified, don't you think? And the garbage people, can we please drop them from the storyline? <laughs> they suck. They add absolutely nothing to the story arc at this point. Uh, this season has been more about hype and close-ups than rather than actual character development. I'm a big Walking Dead fan and a long-time viewer. However, the last two seasons have been a big disappointment. This is a storyline that has so much potential. All-out war, people! And yet I'm bored, and the episodes are resorting to montages to express big emotions. Unless they do something fairly quick to turn this show around in a hurry, I will have to stick to the comics for Walking Dead. Hmm. And as, it, as I said, and as Craig said, you can please join the Walking Dead TV podcast uh, Facebook group, and you too can sound off on how you feel about each episode. Plus, you can also read Aaron Newer's uh, uh, more in-depth reviews of each episode from WeLiveEntertainment.com. They are linked right there in the Facebook group, and it's a good place for discussion. We have some pretty funny memes. There was one here uh, that I really enjoyed from DeRay. It's been uh, showed a picture of uh, Rick from season one and Rick from season eight, the and underwear. asking. Yeah, has Rick been wearing the same boxers oh, this God. whole time? Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, he's wearing the same boots. We know that, right? So they they look the same. Man, yeah. he must be pretty ripe by now. I mean, that's uh, that's a lot of sweat. It's a lot of years wearing the and, same pair um, of underwear, man. That's uh, whew. we also we also had a poll about who was dying in the midseason. Finale. Yes, Aaron started the poll. Right, and Gabriel came in first uh, with uh, nineteen votes. Carl came in second. Uh, with 15. Mm -hmm. Eugene came in third. Uh, no one came in fourth. And my interest in the show came in fifth. So. <laughs> what about, so. I voted for Tobin. I, I was really surprised he didn't he didn't get it, but you know, that was, that was my vote. Yeah. I voted Eugene. I did you vote he, Eugene? Okay. I, did, I, did. I think Daryl did too, right? Who did you vote, Daryl? Yeah, who did you vote was going to die? Daryl? Did he? I think I think I did vote Eugene. You did. Yeah, I'm looking at right now. I see, now. I see, I see it. Here, yeah. yeah, yeah, I did vote Eugene. You did Eugene. Yeah. So you thought Eugene was a goner? Okay. Let me down. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty interesting. Oh, well. <laughs> My interest is a little bit got more than Morgan, Rick, Dwight. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people in my interest got voted more than. Pretty but cool. Yeah, but yeah, if you enjoy the podcast, by all means, join the Facebook group as well. Hmm. Excellent, Jim. Thank you. You deserve a swig of your uh, your white ale or whatever you're drinking over there. So on it, on it. Excellent. Thank you very much for reading those. And uh, that's it. So we get to take a little break between now and uh, February. Uh, I'll wrap it up. You know, like I said, we'll go back to some final thoughts, and then we'll uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. But uh, any final thoughts, guys? I know you had something to say about Carl's death, Russ. Yeah, I just. I just keep going back to how unnecessary it felt. It it didn't even feel to me like this was a death for the sake of shock value. I, I just, I feel like, uh, and the only thing I could come back to, so there's a couple things. One, so it's Daryl, it's Rick, and it's Carl and Carol at this point that are the only four cast members that have been there from the beginning, and right? Morgan, like technically those, Morgan, but I mean, he left for a while. Yeah, but yeah, he, he disappeared. He wasn't a regular. But he, yeah, was, he was from episode right. one, if we go back that far. I mean, you know. Right, was, but I mean, he hasn't know. consistently been on the show. Since no, it's the true, beginning. true. Um, so those four have been on, and I don't know what, I mean, do you guys think possibly it was like a contract thing? Like, they're, they're looking to slim trim the budget. Because his be father's honest, bitching in the news. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, that's, I was going to bring that I, up as well. Yeah. I think, to be honest, I think they're going to time jump. Oh, I think they're going to time that's jump next why. season. His age will be a problem. Okay, He's the that only could be... one they can't do anything about. Like If yeah, they time but... jump, you get Judith will be older. 
that whole dream crap. Oh <laughs> with, yeah, with him you're being right. Older. Yeah, yeah, but he, but even if they jump five years, like they can make Carl look five years older. Like that wouldn't be. Yeah, hard. but people, TV people are lazy and they don't like to do that with kids. <laughs> we know this. TV he's people are crazy. I mean, he's, you know, I, I I really think that they thought we can't, we can't. It's not mm-hmm. going to look genuine to age him. It's easier to just kill him off. They fight this war, and then we jump it a couple of years, maybe. And then we can yep. add a whole bunch of new people. Yep. And kind of throw some new life into the show. Morgan can bring the fear cast over, right? They'll already make right? it to Alexandria yeah. by then, right? <laughs> it just seems... I, I don't know. I just... I, I could be wrong, but I'm. that's the no, one I mean, thing that's I thought that that's... I, I, I think you're 100% right. That's the one thing right. made me think yeah. is that oh, they, they hate aging kids. They hate aging kids. When they don't yeah. have to, when they, like keeping them at that age, because Judith, they could just hire like right. you jump yeah, her up. You just, yeah. I, I, I guess know. because he's he's not a kid anymore. I, I guess I, I don't I don't see that as being a too big of a deal. You know, they cut his hair. You know, they kind of dress him. You know, a little a little different. They kind of make him a little gruffer. But I, I don't know. It just it, like some of the deaths. I I I kind of understand either from a storytelling perspective or a shock mm-hmm. value or whatever. And this just seemed so like logical. I felt like I should have felt more for it. And I You're didn't. Right. And it's, and it's not because I, I'm not going to miss the character. It's, it's, I think just because of the way they handled it, it just, mm-hmm. it just was very flat to me. And then all totally. the stuff like his, his, uh, his father came out and basically excoriated, uh, Scott Gimple and an AMC and said, you know, <laughs> Hey, you fired my kid two weeks after his 18th birthday. And shortly after you said you had plans for him for the next three years. And so it's just like, see, that's you know, why it makes me think that time jump. That's time. there. That yeah. the time jump. When we're getting in a, when we're getting into a rut, we just jump time. Like that's, that's, that fixes everything because we can, like there's another show that did it too. Like I like like Blind Spot. They jumped it like three years because they they wanted to like put all these new characters in it. They wanted to add all like they want to do. It's 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 the cheap way the, and the cheap 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 kind of way to give a whole bunch of backstory to your characters that you already have without having to actually write those stories. So you can just have it that they've already been through a lot of stuff. Like you can have characters hook up that haven't even <laughs> like shown any kind of a connection to each other before. You can add new characters that you know have them hook up with some of our characters. You can start new storylines. You can have Judith if you age her up uh, up enough. You could have her kind of be right. You know, she could be writing her di- like the the thing to always have a kid writing a diary. About right. life here in the in the new place, the new Alexandria, kinda like you can have some of that. They can have new enemies come along that they haven't had before. That you know, like that's the kind of cheats that they like to do uh, when they feel like they don't they don't know what to do next, and they want to kind of want to get away from certain things on the show. Because having him dead is Car- having Carl taken out the picture. It really changes the dynamic of 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 the show, especially with the in terms of the comic. Like, well, and I the other thing is, I'm worried that they're going to do is then we're just going to get the Rick, the broken Rick that's just 
you know, sullen mm-hmm. and sad mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. introspective yep. and yep. God, you know, just when he was like, I mean, of all the criticisms of this of this half of the season, the one thing I've enjoyed is Rick losing that whole I'm going to sit around and cry or right. be sad. This guy's mojo back. He's definitely yeah, in his I mean, full Rick mode right now. He's awesome. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's assertive. He has a plan. He's the leader. He's taking charge. I like this Rick. And f- to see him kind of sink back into it, it just mm-hmm. feels like, okay, we've seen this before. Like he's done this, right. you know, a couple times now. And, and now we're going to see it again. And it just. I, I think they're going to do the I got to live for Carl thing. I, think I they're hope so. Do I mean, that. And that was the whole. I think that was part of the point of having Carl write in the book to to keep going, like to to you know writing that letter to his father. I think that note is going to tell him tell his father to keep living, like to not stop living. Like we have to have a life after this. The same conversation he was having with Michonne when he thought that it was either going to be him and Michonne that was going to die at the end of this. He really thought he was. Rick really thinks he's going to die. Right at the end of this, um, and I think that that's what we're going to get. We're going to get a Rick who's going to be driven, um, and then his his whole thing will be "I live for Carl." You know that'll that'll <laughs> right. kind of be his mantra, his rally cry, his, yeah, his rally cry to live for Carl. And I think moving forward, I think next season is going to a lot of stuff is going to be with Judith. I think they're gonna they're gonna you know when they if they age well, her if, if they if, go if by they what age I, her, if they time jump her up yeah if they yeah her, right. i think i think they're gonna like move forward with that and i think a lot of it's gonna be um they're gonna throw a lot of new characters in. i think they're gonna throw a lot of new characters in the walking dead to kind of infuse it with some life um and then we'll see from there where, where what happens i think that's what they're doing with fear of the walking dead like yeah what they, what yeah, they think exactly they're doing to do it, it's just that they're going to time. I think they time jumping a little bit, and I think they're adding a bunch of characters, adding a bunch of new characters to it. So mm. I kind of think that's what they're going to do with this. I I just really think that they're in a they're in a rut of trying to figure out what to do next after this whole thing is is over. You know, this whole war thing is over. Yeah, I, I think the other problem is too they're, they're too committed to Negan, like they. They will never. I shouldn't say never. They are prolonging mm-hmm. his demise. Mm-hmm. If it is I don't demise, think well, I don't think he's going to die again. We I, know I what happens in the comics, so I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't so seen you, it. So, if you I know, time but, jump they, but then with that, if right? You time jump it with that. You right. would be like the big surprise is why is Negan working with the group? Weren't they at like that? You know, that could be the <laughs> oh my god, like why? You know, like uh, showing strawberries. Negan actually. Yeah. You know, helping them or fighting with them or or whatever, and you're like, how the f did that happen? Right, right. And and you can kind of have a you know like a backstory with that happen. And I mean, they love that. They love that actor. That's I that's mean, what I'm trying to say. They they're so committed to him. Yeah, like like they love they, they think he's the answer to all their problems. Like they think he yeah. he's he's infused everything. They they spent the whole last season all about him. It's all about mm-hmm. Negan, 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 Negan. Mm-hmm. So they are just in love with him. And like, he is a good actor. Don't get me wrong. He's doing the the job justice. He's no governor. You know, I mean, he's definitely a lot more of a larger than life presence than than, than he was. But um, he ain't redeemable though. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna, gonna be like, tough, man. It's gonna yeah, be tough. He's you know, not redeemable. So before I go on, uh, I forgot to mention the director. This one of the listeners asked that question in their their Buster ratings. The director of this episode is Michael E. Satrazemus, and it was written by David Leslie Johnson and Angela Kang. So and Satrazemus, he directed several. I mean, he's directed actually episode five this season. 
He's left directed at least six, seven episodes, usually. Uh, now, now you know who to be mad at. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoever, man, whoever decided not to tell us that that important detail, that's, yeah. that's the one I'm mad at. Whoever did it. <laughs> whoever it is. There were a lot of things that should have been more clear. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. All right, guys. So it's going to bring it into to this year. And uh, it's been fun. We've been going continuous since Fear. Yeah. I mean, we've been going yeah. nonstop for, I didn't count the weeks, but I guess 14. I want to wow. say because we had eight weeks of this, uh-huh. and then they condensed two of the eight episodes in, into like six weeks, right? So, Oh, right. I was know, defending my land for about five, right. four or five weeks. It was Fear. So the Fear was like a six-week thing, yeah. not an eight-week yeah. thing. So yeah. it was uh, six plus eight gives us fourteen straight weeks of bringing you the Walking Dead TV podcast, and it's been oh. fun. I, you know, like I said, it, it don't feel like it's been that long. No, but, no, yeah. it's, no, it's this, this half season's gone by really quick. They, mm-hmm. they do. So we get to take a little break. We get to rest our microphones for a little while. Some of us do. Some of us continue podcasting. I should say. Yeah, we don't yeah. stop. You know, these microphones don't get a break at all. But uh, I know. You know, I'm hoping Aaron and I can sneak in, and Jim and whoever else wants to join in, honestly, and and do the telltale. Like we keep we could we've. Been talking about it for a yeah, while sure um but try and yeah. just get something on the feed and do a telltale yeah uh, I, honestly some of those telltale games are some of the best walking dead stories there are they really i mean they're yeah. so well done yeah so if you do it i will i will start buying them to play them i mean if you if you want to i'll i'll jump in they're a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah and they're cheap too they're, they're, they don't cost yeah. much right now they're, yeah they're cheap now they're yeah. on sale yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, check those out. So yeah, I'm sure you'll hear from us before February uh, when the show returns. We usually do something in the middle anyway, right. just to kind of get everyone back together and uh, talk about some casting news or whatever else we hear out there. And uh, you know, if we want to do a Telltale special or even do a comic book um, comparison again, we can always go back to that. So spoiler, you know, watch out for that if you, if we do that. And that's uh, and that's it, guys. So when I got was, this week. what's that? Oh, I was gonna say I got the dead thing this week. The dead thing this week. The close the closing. You, uh, it's all you. Oh, so, yeah. So, where can our listeners hear us when we're not talking The Walking Dead and we go on our little break? Uh, Russ, how about you? Where are you going to be found? Oh, just same place you can find this podcast. Um, HHWLED.com. It's the best place to find me. Excellent. Great. Daryl? Uh, you can uh, go to TaylorNetworkPodcast.com. Uh, we have a feed on iTunes. It's Taylor Network, and it has all the, the, net, the, the uh, podcasts that are on the network. And Jim is on Jim is on a few of those, and Russ is on a few of those, and um, it, it, we have a good time with those. It's a lot. There's a variety of podcasts, so we we, we cover everything: TV, movies, comics, uh, you know, interviews, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, so you can you can check it all out there. We may have to do a Star Wars th- one too, guys. If the movie's really, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be amazing. But if you're down, yeah, for we've that, done we, one, yeah, for every every. Every episode, so we should do one. We should do one. I'm I'm all with it. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, you want to do next Monday? Actually, are we out of town? That's not a bad idea. Oh yeah, we'll be free, right? Okay, you're out of town. Out of town. We'll 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 pick a day. We'll 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 work it out, guys. We'll uh, we'll schedule that. Second, you got you leaving on a you leaving on the weekend? Leaving on Sunday. Ooh. We'll figure it out. We'll work out the logistics, okay. and we'll, we'll get that. Right. We also want to do together, together meaning like us, the hosts that usually do the Walking Dead podcast. I want to do mm-hmm. uh, the Star Trek Discovery recap as well. So because they won't let me on, they it. won't let me on uh, your show with JK because I'm just a hater. I, I can't. 
you know, I, you I can't are, expose you him. You are going to be on that right, right now. He has to have his professional friends. Right. That. So I don't want to be. I don't want to be bringing down his mojo. It's like you being kicked uh, off the set of, of Talking Dead, I'd be kicked off yeah. your. Uh, your <laughs> go check yourself. Craig, we're cutting you off. That's it. No more. No more. The Vulcan pinch you. And, and I, I need a Vulcan pinch, off. man. Seriously, can she? Can she do that? Can Michael do that? Yeah, she could. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she can. She did it. She's like the she only human that could do that. Right. She's the only. Uh, yeah. I think someone else did it too. Well, Data did, did it, it one time, right? We'll talk. We'll, so oh, we'll say this for the next yeah. show. Let's just say it. Let's yeah. just say it. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, we're about to dip into it now. If yeah. you're if you're yeah. into Star Trek, we're, we have a lot to say. I have a lot to say anyway. So, stay tuned for that in the Star Wars podcast coming up between now and the Return of the Walking Dead. Jim, how about you? Uh, you can catch me on Nothing's On on the Taylor Network podcast and Heavy Gigs at Seaside City at GoodPencil.com and at the Taylor Network podcast. And you can check out the DC TV podcast. We have all of our. Uh, mid-season finales going on for The Flash and Supergirl and all those shows. Uh, check us out there at hhwlod.com. Excellent. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at Yoda Jones. At Yoda Jones. I am the host of the Auto Chat Show, so if you want to hear me review new cars with my co-host Teddy, autochatshow.com, facebook.com slash autochatshow. Uh, this week, actually tomorrow, we are recording the Genesis G80. So a nice uh, luxury bruiser cruiser from Ooh. Korea. So check that out. Going to be a really good review on that. After that, we got the Lexus NX hybrid truck. So also, uh, actually, I shouldn't say truck. It's cross crossover, little crossover truck, little baby one. And uh, we got a couple others coming up. The Kia Nero after that, uh, followed by I believe the Mazda CX nine. So those are our new car lineup in its entirety. So check those out one after the other, back to back to back. New car reviews, and when we're not reviewing new cars, we just we have some guests on and discuss uh, happenings in the automotive world. So check that out. We keep it a lot of fun. We keep it light um, as we do here as well, and just uh, make it interesting to listen to. So. To wrap it up, the last show of the season, Jim, you want to close us out? You said you had a closing. Well, there's no more room in hell, and the dead walk the earth. Remember, it's time to go make some spaghetti. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs>